Are we on a ship? Bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you. An eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. Got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. The Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! somebody. Welcome into The Hideout. Welcome into the hideout this Saturday night. El Jefe Liss. It's me, J-Dubs. It's All right. I really can't do this show. Seriously? With, with uh, the, the uh, headphones like this. So. I do it. All right. The headphones were very, very jacked there for a minute. No El Jefe tonight. That means there's going to be a cluster. But it'll be fun. It'll be Wild Wild West style. 800-636-1067 is how you get a hold of us. I'm joined by Pedro Lima. Go find him on MySpace, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. And Ricky Reyes, myspace.com slash Ricky Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S. How's it going, guys? Is that how you spell it, Rick? Yeah, most of the time. Okay. So it's, it? <laughs> it's going good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us uh, here. Of course. It's, uh, I love the studio. Love the state-of-the-art equipment you got going on oh, here. Oh, it, it's god-awful in here. We are uh, broadcasting from Tampa Bay, Florida. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the studio I have hooked up in here. We have one uh, port for headphones. So I had this this splitter hooked up for all of us to be hooked up into. And uh, once I hooked up more than one headphone jack, like, the signal got so bad that it was just impossible to hear anything going on. It's like on. a CV radio. We started getting truckers talking into the to the headset. So it's going to be a lot of fun for the uh, tons of audio I had planned for today. So that should be easy to hear. It'll be a good time. Let's get some engineers in here. Stat. It's like 28 days later and we're uh, stuck with all the equipment trying to reach out. Is anybody there? Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it seems like the... Uh, have you seen the uh, the uh, trailer for I Am Legend where he's he's trying to jack stuff together to contact the outside world? I can save you. <laughs> oh, that movie so, just looks like it's going to be garbage. El Jefe is on a cruise tonight, so he will be back next week. And then I think he has something going on the week after that, so I'll be manning the boat that time Sweet. as well. Oh, we're going to keep it with the boat theme. Yes. I like it. Yes. I hope we don't fall off the cruise ship. That happens. <laughs> It does. And actually, his old radio name was Alex Cruz. So there it is, full circle. (laughs) All right, we're going to start the show off today with the headlines. Hideout headlines. Some of the bigger stories from the week and some stuff that just caught my eye here on the Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Again, 800-636-1067 is how you get a hold of us. And uh, we're going to move kind of rapid fire. So if... You hear something and you can't get to a phone, or we just move past it by the time you get through. 
call up anyway and just tell us what uh, what you, you wanted to talk about, and we'll bounce yeah. back to you. The safety's off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> automatic pull. Alright, the big thing this week I would think would be sports. Sports yeah. covered about every uh, every the edge. three days, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, even at the beginning of the week with uh, Michael Vick going to jail. Yeah, I mean, it, it started off heavy sports and then it ended heavy with the steroids. So we'll start off with the beginning of the week and uh, basically the Falcons overall. And uh, first Vick going to jail. It is bad for Falcons fans. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it, I don't think they've really, other than the, what, one or one and a half years they had a good Vic, they haven't had very many other good years yeah, over there in Yeah, but at least the game was exciting. Yeah, uh, you always had that feeling that at any point you could win, or at any point he'll throw a, a wild interception yeah. and lose the game for you. Oh, but he was yeah, just going to run circles like Madden. Yeah, it was all... And that's another thing. I, w- I was so thankful when he got arrested because I played Madden online. And nothing pissed me off more than just popping up and you play, like, the quick game. Yeah. And, and then they got someone pops up with Vic. So you you were always, like, kind of just stuck with four plays of a QB uh, spy. And other than that, you can't do anything else or he's going to burn you. But they got him like a superstar there because he oh, has yeah. an unbelievable arm. Unbelievable arm. And, uh, accurate. And the accuracy in that game really doesn't matter anyway, except for if you're throwing on the run. And now we're just talking video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Michael Vick goes to jail, 23 months. And the kicker, a couple days ago, the fourth person, uh, uh, the fourth defendant, who kind of turned on everybody. The kicker? Got, no. The Not fourth defendant. No, the what fourth, are his friends? The oh. fourth defendant on the uh, trial. Oh, no, no, he said the kicker. And I'm like, wait, the kicker get busted? No, no like, the, the, to the set kick- off the point. Oh, no, 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 yeah. okay, all right, the top, okay, like, <laughs> I know, yeah, the top it all off, the know. kicker. I know we're talking, I know we're talking football, football. The English language <laughs> confuses me. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the big thing, or the, uh, to make it. All nice and fun yeah, and pretty. Yeah, Wednesday does become a pun master. Yes. <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? I'm supposed to explain this in five different ways. The, the fourth defendant in the case got two months. That's it? That's it. Suspect. Yeah, he was, well, he's the one who turned on everybody, obviously. Oh. And if he would have uh, probably kept his mouth shut, either none of them would have done a whole lot of time, or Vic would have just cooperated from the get-go, he would have had two months, and basically his career would be fine. I mean, once they found those puppy bones... Yeah, uh, like that. I mean, it's hard did, to back out. Did you see the ESPN thing where uh, they uh, someone bought the estate where Bad News Kennels was on? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he got it for like four hundred thousand dollars, and now he's trying to sell it for a million. And if not, he's gonna make a bed and breakfast out of it. Yes. Yeah, what's he serving? <laughs> and he says pets are welcome. Right? Yeah, so he's that's... just being cheery and kind of making fun of all the dogs that died in the mass grave of, of Rottweilers they have in the back there or whatever they were. Wait, were they just putting these in the trash, like out by the corner of the street? No, they actually had like a graveyard for the dogs back there. No prayer service? Yeah, so I, I don't know if they actually... The only bed and breakfast I can picture is like a Chinese buffet kind of thing. It's the only <laughs> right? thing that will be accurate in there. You know what I mean? Because they're like, yeah, we're used to the smell. It's all good. <laughs> Baby back ribs. It came with a meat locker and extra meat. <laughs> Basically, at the back of this house, they had, what, five pole barns. And, like, one was for the training. Another one was for the actual fights. The other one was for keeping them. And then he had, like, a medical facility. Uh, See, I didn't know that. People thought it was all harsh. I mean, well, I thought he was just throwing dogs in. He's training I'm, them. I'm sure. Yeah, he's and training them. And curing them. Yeah, I mean, he's, well, he's, he, he can only training. the good ones. The only the ones he thinks can fight later. Well, it's the same thing like the NFL. I mean, they're not going to spend all their time to, to 
to heal the third string uh, defensive lineman. And then yeah, they get rid of you, and then you don't have no uh, pension yeah. plan, and it's the and same thing. You got thing. Mike Ditka arguing for your benefits. I still don't think that you can. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you can equate people's life uh, choice to go into football and a bunch of dogs being rounded up by Michael Vick and the Bad News Kennels. You know what the problem here is? Is that you're an animal lover. And I am. And me and Ricky really don't care for pit bulls. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know if I like pit bulls, but hey, I like dogs. I mean, I'm a, I'm a dog person. I have a dog. You have a dog, too. Pedro. I don't like them. <laughs> You think, you think Michael Vick will get that like longest yard thing going in prison? <laughs> I was I, I actually posed that question too, and uh, I guess that's the only only in movies. Be playing with like, Sandler. Yeah, the yeah. warden will no, be against him. The them. only person he can play, like everybody's saying, oh, he's going to be back. He's going to be great. He's going to be in shape. Only if they transfer Ray Carruth from from the North Carolina. <laughs> so he has prison. a practice partner. Yeah, yeah, passes too. Throw, run some routes, Ray. In all seriousness, though, he can he can play basketball and keep up his skills. That is like as maybe even build his accuracy. I think he can still play football. Yeah, I think uh, without a doubt. He'll I don't know. 30, look, he's already started serving. He's smart. He went in early. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's two. But he wasn't expecting to get twenty uh, three months. He yeah, thought but he, he, if you look at it, he got two months out the way. Yeah, he should be out by next October. And with good behavior, I bet you he'll be months. out. Yeah. Listen, my man. The only football he's gonna play is in Canada. Listen, I know jail time. And you don't get all the jail time they give you. They give you the scare tack in jail time. Like, they give you the five years first. They go, oh, he's, he's going to get maximum five years. But, uh, I mean, even with Paris Hilton, but she was in for much less time. But they tried to let her out early. But the high profile in the case wouldn't allow him to. And probably PETA would go nuts oh, if no, they let him out early. They don't let go. No, they let, they let Paris go just like, oh, we felt like letting her out. This was shady. But, I mean, good behavior. You're let off all the time. PETA locks in. On a case like this, like a pit bull does to a three-year-old's neck, it just does not let go. Now, do you think he's going to be spraying his Ron Mexico uh, uh, herpes <laughs> around the other? You know what? They... 23 months is a long time. I, I'm not going to say I'd go totally gay at 23 months, but hands would be uh, in play. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have sores all over his pinkies. <laughs> Listen, he still runs He still runs a 4-3, 4-2, but it is a small cell. <laughs> You know, but he's sneaky quick. We see him yeah, get out of smaller he's, he's like that situations. chicken in Rocky. You know, he's just <laughs> yeah, ducking and weaving. Chicken. But it's a, it's a federal. It's a, he's in a federal state prison, right? Yeah, that's all baby stuff. A, that's like a double tree. Yeah, and, and maybe you know a, I mean? a single tree. <laughs> it's like a single tree hotel. I don't know if uh, if he'll even if it isn't like it's hardcore. I don't think he's gonna get raped in prison. Personally. No, that's just me. I don't think he's, he, he's not even a, he's not even in general population right now. But he's surrounded by accountants. People that did a, mm. uh, you know, white collar type crimes. You know what I mean? So it's is it white collar? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's yeah, white yeah, collar. Thank you. Yes. See, I'm trying. I'm trying your it's language. It's gray collar. Is it gray? It's a yeah. Maybe. It's a blue flannel. I don't know. <laughs> also, on top of that, uh, <clears throat> I guess um, the coach Paterno or Petrino. Petrino. Yeah, he uh, he quit after 13 games as head coach you know of the Atlanta I love Falcons. About this? How everybody is so upset with this guy who really does not give two cents about what anybody says. Oh, no. And I, I heard people just ripping him. How can you do this to a football team? How can you, you know, how what can you. What is up with the coaches, though, sneaking out now? Well, I mean, if you walked into that situation, it looks like there's no end in sight. They will get a decent 
first-round pick, but there's no quarterbacks available this year, so you aren't going to fill that big void of Michael Vick. You have a good three years of really sucking and probably ruining your career, or you can take a huge contract in college and just uh, move on with your life. But when you're in college, you're, you're like a coach, you have so much power. When you're a coach in the NFL, those players don't play with the same scare tactics that you could oh, no. have in college. And that's why I'm surprised that uh, – John Gruden does as well as he does because that's all he works on is scare tactics. You see him on the sideline just yelling and screaming. I think he'd be a great college coach, but I can't believe that works in the NFL. But it works in Tampa, not yeah. in Atlanta. D'Angelo Hall was like this close about stab him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, they had that whole big fight. How long ago was that? Like right at the beginning of the season? Yeah. And now he's he's going around saying how right he was about this guy. Actually, but the little... guy was shady from the beginning because he was him out there celebrating and smiling and having fun. Every year he was trying. You know, to you uh, you tend to be a little angry. You know, this was the guy who uh, who wanted us to buy into his system. You know, I was one of the guys who at first was a little bit leery of this guy, and uh, you know, I guess you know I had white for call to be because you know he he obviously had ulterior motives. You know, he came he came to the Atlanta Falcons to this great franchise as a stepping stool to get where he wanted to be, and that's a better college job. Yeah, so uh, he's basically throwing a big I told you so out there at the rest of the people. And you kind of got to give it to him. I mean, obviously Arthur Blank isn't a good judge of character, but maybe D'Angelo Hall should be stuck in this team. Petrino did sign up for Michael Vick. He's like, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to Atlanta Falcons with Michael Vick. Yeah, and that's his coaching style. I mean, he's a college coach who always has a running quarterback. You know, he had all these game plans ready. Oh, yeah. He's, He's like, just, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to be the coach. <laughs> yeah. What? Dog fighting? What? what? He was at home with his wife. I didn't sign up for any of this. I'm leaving, honey. Go. You do it. <laughs> Go. Get more money. I'll be somewhere. behind you. Go to Arkansas and do that little stupid chant that they do. Now, also, uh, Arthur Blank. I feel another- You know, this man... He's, he's a millionaire with a good heart, and he gives everybody a good chance, and just everybody just turns on him. Oh, and yeah, now he can't media, catch a break. But and now the media is trying to make a big deal about one little comment that he made. Yeah, uh, he – and I guess it hasn't caught on like everybody thought it was going to, and I have Thank it here God. somewhere. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, they thought that people were going to catch on to this and really uh, call him a racist over what he said on Monday Night Football. You know, there's a lot of roadblocks to Michael coming back and even playing the National Football League, Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's assume he's out for three seasons, seven, eight, and nine. Uh, if he, you know, he doesn't watch himself, he eat a lot of fried chicken and fries. And yeah, so uh, <laughs> and I've heard people say, well, why do you pick fried chicken? Why? And but essentially, he's saying, yeah, I'd hire him back if he's still in good shape. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, fried chicken, first of all, is delicious, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's cornered to just one ethnic group. But it's a fatty food. It is a fatty yeah, food. Yeah, and I, I mean, but I guess it, it kind of throws up a little bit of a red flag when you hear fried chicken and some black guy just going to jail. I can see where you'd be like, all right, I want to look into this. But once you look into it, he didn't say anything bad. No, he didn't. I but mean, in the would've... South, everybody eats fried chicken. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's chicken and waffles, it's chicken and everything. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in L.A. is a popular destination. Colonel Sanders' KFC was bumping before there was probably blacks allowed in it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> See? And, uh, <laughs> Great point, Rick. Yeah, why he was in business. It, it doesn't seem like... Uh, is fried chicken... Uh, ethnically uh, black food like where it comes from see I don't think so I always have fried chicken in my house yeah I mean who who doesn't eat fried chicken 
Who doesn't? Is there anybody who doesn't? I mean, if the guy would have said, oh, if Michael Vick's, uh, if he's not, uh, if he keeps away from fatty foods like lasagna. Yeah, I mean, if, and, if he changed up at all, I'm sure that there wouldn't have been a problem. But you throw black prison and fried chicken all together, and then someone's, someone, you, and I was listening to that live. I was watching it live. I'm like, uh-oh, let it start now. This guy is, uh, he's going to be getting it. So, now, do you think uh, Petrino would have quit? If he didn't lose this last game, or it was it already? Yeah, I think was he was over? already on the way out. Because before the game, he told Arthur Blank, "Yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to be here." But I'm, that's I'm what lo- you say. Uh, yeah, because I guess football deals or any kind of contract that you're signing could fall through at any moment. Have you ever quit a job and the and the manager kind of senses like he's going to leave? He's not going to give me two weeks' notice. And he, he comes up to you, he's like, "Pedro, are you going to be back?" He's like, "No, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be back here." Then the blockbuster doesn't open till like two o'clock. <laughs> but the last game, he was letting the towel boy pick plays. Was he? Yeah, on the side. He was like, what do you want to run? <laughs> All right, now that's going a little far. Because, <laughs> it doesn't matter look, at this point. Just <laughs> let the man in the H-back counter always works. Just let him, just uh, just uh, put a, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess. <laughs> great. I guess when you are putting, what? who did he put in uh, this last Monday? Uh, who was was the, it? Uh, Redman? Yeah, when, you Chris put, when you put Chris, Chris Redman in after you've signed to uh, Leftwich, you you spend money on Brian <laughs> Byron. Byron Leftwich. I was going to say Byron Allen, who could have been a great quarterback at this point for Atlanta. It's just bad. That situation is just bad. Well, they went to Joey Harrington for the savior. Well, they, they, Joey Harrington wasn't even supposed to be in there at all. He was supposed to be behind Vic. That's what they brought him in for. And uh, you have, you have to th- when, you, when you're throwing Harrington in, and I don't know how this guy keeps on getting starting jobs, he walks into Miami. They start him. He walks into Atlanta where they think, yeah, he's just going to be here in case Vic breaks another the leg. The people in Atlanta were cheering for him. Yeah, well, after, Please after, bring after, us Joey. After Leftwich yeah. uh, stunk it up for Which three games in a row. I never uh, heard the Fox announcers ever say this. I will never believe in a hundred years I was going to be able to hear, "We want Joey." Yeah, and I hope his and family recorded that because <laughs> that's the last time they'll be calling for Harrington. Uh, we, I, I don't think he even starts at the family reunions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he his dad is like, back, I always play quarterback. In that backyard game, he can't even be all time. He has to just sit there, <laughs> sit in, there. in his Oregon Ducks uniform <laughs> thinking about his <laughs> former glory. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, another big sports story this week, and uh, I don't know how big this one's caught on. Uh, Tony Parker. Have you heard about this one? Yeah. It's, I, I didn't can't. hear anything about it. Uh, Tony Parker, no? of course, of uh, of the Spurs. Yes. He, um he, I guess, is being accused of cheating on his wife. Allegedly. Eva, yeah, by this chick. This chick saying that, yeah, he, I've slept with him. Um, he, uh, and he actually slipped me his phone number at our wedding reception. Yeah. At the wedding now reception. That's a little bold. Yeah. It's a French model that they paid for the interview. But but she was giving away all these kinds of secrets of, or even just details of what the mansion looks like because I guess he brought him brought her over to the mansion, showed her around, and uh, and I can't see Tony Parker being that stupid. That would ridiculous. You, yeah, would you ever bring over your whore? You know, at, right after marriage of all things, bringing her over to your no, place, slipping her the number at the wedding. That, that, yeah. That's ballsy that's, enough. Yeah. But bringing her over to your place. I know he's been a professional athlete <laughs> since he's 14. Yeah. But he, he that is very that. Jerry Springer-like yeah, for it, Tony it, Parker to, to be trying to cheat at his wedding day. That would be Mac Daddy but Pretty Pimp, though. Cheating holds no timetable. You it's know that. Like, yeah. I know that. It, it, you, 
if you feel it, if you feel like this hot chick has some some kind of interest in me, I'm going to go for it. I don't care if Eva Longoria is right next to me and I just married her. I'm going to at least, you know, you need a backup. He's he's a sports-minded person. You can't go into the game without a backup. Well, and that's not a damn bad backup to have. She was pretty hot. No, and here's what, you see what pictures? I like. Here's here's what I like about her because uh, the 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 way she justifies the reason that Parker is cheating on Eva is because she goes, uh, Eva, sexually speaking, does not want to do certain things. She does not want to make love in front of a mirror. Does not want to do certain positions, and thinks that DNA is bad for the acne. Now, right there, that's that- a lie. You know that's a lie because she's an actress in Hollywood. And you know what she went through to oh, get Oh, yeah, that. yeah. She, <laughs> and she, yeah, what, I have those desperate housewives. You know that, they, that they're begging, and they did a lot of stuff to get that job because that girls at their age don't get prime acting gigs unless they're, and I, I'm going to say and allegedly, I- I, I, think I don't seen, think people thought that show was going to be great. I think I seen Longoria in one of those Border Patrol videos. <laughs> that's, that was, <laughs> that's what she was pitching around to Hollywood? Her, yeah, that was that, the green her video of her sneaking that's, over. <laughs> that's a film reel. Look at my reel. Wow, she's uh, she's very swift. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. El Jefe gone on a cruise. It's J Dubs. Pedro Thank Lima. God. And Ricky Reyes hanging out. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. That's bad radio. The Hideout. I met Sony in Paris the 29th September. It was at the Hyde Park and we spent wonderful moments together. The Hideout. Here's a confession I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Right before we came back, I played uh, a quick clip of that model uh, that Tony Parker allegedly cheated with. Let me play that again real quick for you. I met Tony in Paris, the 29th It was in the Hyde Park. Hear it over that audio. I'll play it again in a second. Uh, basically, she just said she met him and they spent a lot of good times together. But she sounds like she's acting now that I listen to it. She really doesn't sound legit. Really? A model? A model? Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. Usually they're known for their uh, their stellar acting abilities. <laughs> it is the hideout 106.7 <laughs> WJFK. El Jefe off for the night. It is me, J Dubs, hanging out with Pedro, Pedro Lima. Lima. And Ricky Reyes, you can find Pedro at www.myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. And Ricky Reyes at myspace.com slash Ricky Reyes. R-E-Y-E-S. Yes. yes. Perfect. Wonderful. All right, let me uh, let me bring down this music real quick, and we'll play this again real quick before we go into the steroids talk. All right, here's this whore talking. I'm at Sony Paris, the 29th September. It was at the Hyde Park, and we spent wonderful moments together. Sounds fake. Yeah. Sounds, I mean, come on. Sounds like she's reading for, like, some Red Shoe Diaries if or something. We, we did great. It was uh, get a great time. We had some croissants. I'll tell you what. I do have great memories as a kid of Red Shoe Diaries, Red Shoe, though. Wasn't it? I used to wait for that. Oh. Like, Are you serious? Oh, please let my mom be asleep. Yep, yeah, that and USA I, up all night. Wait, what about Emmanuel? 
What's was, the Emmanuel? Anybody? Come on. It was too foreign. It was Cinemax. It was too foreign. Uh, I didn't have Emmanuel, Cinemax. It was Brazilian. I think it I had show. I, I think I had Showtime with uh, Billy Bob uh, or Joe Bob Briggs driving theater. I that's, remember that. Yeah, I that's remember what I had. Whole night with uh, Larry King's wife. Yeah. Ex-wife, whatever. That was on USA. Or yeah, they they had it on Showtime, then they moved over to USA, I believe. Yeah, those are the good days. The good days of uh, being able to run one too. Uh, basically, just girls in tight clothing. That's all it took aim at that point. I remember Elvira. Remember Elvira? Uh, Elvira. And if you look at her now, you're like, what was I doing? Yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> that, was, that was a Halloween treat. Mm-hmm. And I hate myself that much that I did it to that. She was still kind of sexy, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. I, I mean, I, used... I mean, now she's a little bit older, guys. But I mean, I, mean I, I, I even look at those old pictures of her and everything, and I'm like, I can't. It, 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 as little kids, we were just so obsessed with boobs. It didn't matter yes, who they were on. Because like, everybody I have... here has to admit that the police lady from Police Academy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, Rick. Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she was, she's... Morgana, the kissing bandit? I seen her not too long ago. She wasn't that bad looking now. Huh? Where'd you see her at? What's she doing? Or something. I recognize Rick her. Rick is Hollywood. Rick's the Hollywood gopher. Uh, yeah. You just saw, just saw her at a, at, a, at a mixer. Yeah. <laughs> they ran into each other. It's all with B-list celebrities. Uh, Booger was there. It was great. How about Lamar? That, gay, that flamboyantly black well, gay. Well, Booger and him don't talk anymore. No, of course not. <laughs> Some Booger got wronged. But uh, Lamar did have that TV series for a while with some robot guy. He also he also learned karate. He also learned karate. he was part of the Cobra Kai. No, Lamar was yes, part of the Cobra was. Kai. Yeah, I believe yes, I saw him. Yes, he in was. There. When he was the black guy for the Cobra Kai. No. Yes. Oh, I would put money on it because I did a bit about honoring Black History Month, and I gave props to the Black Power Ranger. And to Lamar, the Black Cobra Kai I don't even guy. think there was a Black Power Ranger. I there think they're just the, making the up. the Black Power Ranger. Yeah, when it first started. It was black. Nobody knew who he was. They went heel. So they had to get rid of it. Well, his uniform was black. And I saw him on an episode of Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into the uh, the talk of the um, steroid use, oh. which was a big shocker coming out. The many, really? There's the, they, steroids in baseball? What? I mean... And everybody acted like this was the biggest thing that's happened. I, it, I don't know why we need government confer, uh, confirmation that there's steroids in baseball. The government's I'll, stepping in. No one, no one can just tell by looking. All right, this guy was a stick before. He can only hit 20 home runs. Then he came out the next year and hit 45. The, there was no reason to drop names. Absolutely no reason and whatsoever. As he says in the report. These could. These are all just what people are telling me. They, there's no fact behind most of them. But breaking news that I just heard, Andy Pettit just admitted about dabbling with HGH. Dabbling. Dabbling got, just a tad, just a little bit, which is going to be great because now Roger Clemens is saying, come on, dude, seriously, <laughs> you really have to hold on to that Bible that strong? You, you cannot lie and not say anything? Do you think Clemens, because uh, he's, he's, way, he's way out there saying no. I absolutely did not. Listen, if good, wholesome Andy Pettit <laughs> dabbled H- in HGH, I'm pretty sure it was is introduced. H- is HGH even illegal for regular people? I think that's legal. Is it? Yeah, I think, but you just can't use it in sports. I know steroids are illegal, but I thought HGH was perfectly fine I don't for know, the... Well, I, I know it's been in the NFL. They needed to come out with the list, though, so everybody could get off Barry Bonds' back. <laughs> get off... 
You know Barry Bonds is enjoying this. Oh, I, I'm sure he is. Like, I, oh. there's no way they come down as hard on him now. He is doing some soft shoe right now. I can't. He's it, playing it, the Jeffersons. People like Clemens and even Bonds, the AARP demands that they take those steroids so they can keep their <laughs> their healthy bones and muscles. They, yeah, they have to. a. It, it's like their milk. You well, know? look at look at the names that that, that, that were just thrown out there. Uh, uh, well, was it Miguel Tejada, mm-hmm. Andy Pettit, uh, Eric Gagne? Uh, Jason Giambi, who everybody knows. Yeah. Now, then there were some horrible people that have absolutely no no careers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why. Darren these... Holmes, Howie Clark, Jack Cuss, Mike Bell. You know what? They didn't even start taking these until right after this whole steroid thing happened, so they could actually finally get their names out there. <laughs> they haven't been any lineups, but yeah. hell, I'll get out there in the report. Steroids that help. But the thing is, like you said, this is all hearsay. Just one cracked out guy just started spewing names. Look at other names that, that were on the list. He had Brian Boitano. Uh, I believe that one. Tanya Harding. Mm-hmm. Pro Bowler uh, Ray Williams Jr. <laughs> the Pro Bowlers in That's there? too many curves, man. I don't know who can do yeah. that. Sanjaya from American Idol yeah. is named. Those yeah. those pipes. They have to come from like somewhere. Hair growth hormones. <laughs> That's the HGH. Uh, also, did you hear President Bush come out on this and uh, say how, oh, how this sad he'll speak he about. This he'll speak about. He's like, yeah, oh, oh, oh. it's really troubling the nation. Yeah, and also. <laughs> Guys I, hitting home runs. I have. Uh, is he going to start bombing uh, Arlington Park soon? <laughs> I have I have audio from him as well as some uh, some teachers talking about how it affects children. Ugh. Brought to you by ABC News. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Before he was president, he was the owner of the Texas Rangers. And today, baseball lover George W. Bush said steroids have sullied the game. He also said he hopes players and owners take the Mitchell report seriously because it is serious. With more, we're live at the White House with ABC's Ann Compton. First of all, Sherry, the fan and chief warns don't jump to conclusions that all the named players should be punished. And taking a broader view, President Bush wants this to change Major League Baseball. My hope is that uh, this report is uh, a part of putting the steroid era of baseball behind us. He argues that using performance-enhancing drugs sends a terrible signal to young fans. Sherry. ABC's Ann Compton Live. Yeah, baseball fans are still reacting to the report, especially all those names of past and present players listed. This woman says her children... Didn't know what to think. I think the hardest thing is for the kids that look up to the baseball players as heroes. It it damages their reputation, damages what the kids are striving for. The parent of a six-year-old in New Jersey says her son asked her this morning, Mommy, what are steroids? Really? There's something that will make you a winner. You (laughs) you big bucket of loser. That's all that kid is. If he, how old? I, I don't know how old he was, but if you're anywhere past five or six, you should know what steroids are. Are kids really destroyed by this? I, they're they're trying to make it out. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it into, uh, uh, and of course, being so close to an election year, you know, they're trying to make it a big point for all these uh, these conservatives and liberals. They'll come out and talk about like how, how they, bad it is for kids and how we need to explain to our kids what steroids are. I like how they go to the President Bush. How they go, President Bush, you know, he's very upset about this. I mean, he was an owner. He was doing coke well, with the Rangers. You know, you know if anything. He never admitted or uh, it's Alleg- well, if, alleged. If, hey, if, if the Mitchell report is going by hearsay, I'm saying that President Bush was doing coke in the dugout can't with say Steve Howe. Yeah, can't say that. What do you mean I can't? You know, if, if kids are using steroids, we make like freeze tag and kick the can a hell of a lot better, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're kicking cans into other planets. <laughs> They're just... T- Timmy's eight. 
I can't believe he's up there playing with the ninth graders. You know who's crazy. You, you know who should be on trial? The reporters. In '98, they were. I like to remember was the juice ball. Oh remember yeah, the juice ball? that's right. That's all they kept saying, and I was like, maybe the ball is juice. <laughs> and then now it comes out there all the stairs. They were sitting right next to these guys, heads oh, growing. Oh yeah, they they knew the whole time. They were just enjoying the ride. And Peter Gammons was dabbling with HGH back in the day. <laughs> that's he was how he, his longevity in speaking. That's, that's just hearsay. That's all I'm saying. Uh, just reports. You have kids, Pedro. I, yeah, but uh, do they? Would they even dare to ask you what are steroids or how? Okay, say they did come up to you and ask you. Your boys are steroids, right? You guys asthma. They put them on yeah, steroids. Yeah, yeah, but like. <laughs> No, no, no. But, but I, if my nephew, my nephew's a little older. He's mm-hmm. he's nine. He's nine or ten. If he was to come up to me and ask me what steroids are, but then again, my nephew's kind of weird because that kid does not see the sun at all. He is hooked on this Halo Three, which I think he's doing some. So he, he has to stay up for like fourteen hours straight. He goes uh, ten hours to school and just fourteen hours in Halo. I'm sure he's doing a lot of Red Bull, and that's uh, that's. Uh, that's, that's messing with the purity America. of the Halo 3 game. Uh, <laughs> taking uh, caffeine to play long hours of, uh, of video games just takes out of the, the purity of the yeah, game. So, so you're saying you're not worried about your nephew. He's not going outside at all for any athleticism. Not, for nothing. And it, it bothers me. I would love for him to do some steroids and, and play kickball and kick that thing, like you said, 500 to, feet. To, to a different planet, to a different zip code. You know, but it's, come on. Really? Do we really have to... Incorporate yeah, the kids into this. And of they course, still you knew they were going to get it. You know? Do kids watch baseball anymore? I don't think so. No, I don't. It, it, all you see is old men and uh, a bunch of like probably thirty somethings trying to baseball nah, anymore. I, after t-ball, it becomes you know your dad well, stops pushing you. Do you remember when we were younger? We used to go outside and play baseball all the uh-huh. time, stickball, whatever, uh, you know, uh, wiffle ball. Whatever. You don't see that at I, all. I, you never see a kid outside. I see more fourteen-year-olds more concerned with flat ironing their hair than playing <laughs> baseball. Yeah, baseball and emo don't go together that well. You, you can't I really stack Efron look. <laughs> My yeah. Chemical Romance doesn't really play a soundtrack <laughs> to hitting home runs, yeah. so. Yeah, I don't think that's actually a big concern with the kids. I could be wrong. We got to stop catering to kids. And, and, and really, it's just a sad, sad thing. And this is why. What this, do the kids want? This world, this I mean, this country, I'm going to say it. This country is going down the, the pipes just because we try and cater You're the first to say that. everything. I'm taking a brave step here. It's the it's the parents' fault though. They bring them to Shrek Four, Shrek Five, Shrek Six, and make these things the biggest movies ever. And of course, everybody in Hollywood is going to keep on pushing out movies that go just to kids. Every TV show is going to worry about the kids. Everybody's going to worry about the kids. But if you see a great movie coming out, I'll wait for the game. Video. You know what? And we making too many cartoons safe for kids, and it's not helping because kids are still oh. shooting each other in the face. Oh, our cartoons were nasty. Yeah. And we were fine. It was like an Al Qaeda training video when 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 Daffy Duck would shoot Bugs Bunny straight in the face with a shotgun, <laughs> or even Daffy Duck and his bill would flap around five times exactly. around his head, and, and they just put never, it back on. Yeah. Yeah, or, or, or the coyote getting hit with an anvil. You never heard kids killing themselves with anvil. Well, I've heard people. My like, uncle, have, my uncle, yeah. my uncle took me to see RoboCop when I was like eleven. And you wanted to be a cop after that? Yes, <laughs> a robot cop. <laughs> you decided to get shot and then uh, have half your body cyborged? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how far they're long they are in that process. And the I'm only waiting. way they'll be able to tell that it is you is how you flip your gun around. Yeah, 
because yeah, I have a signature. Mine's a side one, kind of, <laughs> not the straight up and down that the Wild West not. guys do. Is that Ricky? I don't know. It's only a four-foot robot. <laughs> wait, wait. Look what he's doing with the gun. Yeah. That is Ricky. And you hear me say, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and like, oh, Ricky always said that. Chasing with a, with a shot of Crown. <laughs> yeah, I'm still drinking. <laughs> Robocop, that's not good for you. Get out of my way, creep. <laughs> now, also on this report, if you uh, look into the Texas Rangers part of the report, mm. it, does, it stops right before... Or right after, no, right before um, Bush no, took right over. Right after Bush took over, it starts right thereafter. Of course, because yeah. everybody remembers well, the I, early '80s. You know, there was no contraband in 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 baseball. The NFL was chock full of it. You don't think the the Major League Baseball was? Yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. I mean, Steve Howe was the poster boy in the '80s mm-hmm. for 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 drug use, but it was hardcore drugs. It wasn't like steroids. It wasn't to improve. His his ability. Well, they can't just like ignore that it made baseball more popular in the late nineties. It and brought baseball back. Up the players. It did. Now, and, like Lynch and, and after the strike, it brought baseball. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody's everybody's saying, well, it would have come back anyway. It was good for the game that race, but no, it, it was right after a strike. People were sick of it, and the only way to get back into it was with some extra drama, which McGuire and yeah. Sosa provided. Yeah, and. Now them them totally discounting that is yeah it was big but not that big it was huge everybody loved it and why are we throwing our moral uh, high ground around when we just want to see balls fly over our head that's yeah, it's, that's, it's basically, that's your preference it's, whatever <laughs> it's basically we're not talking about your social life whatever <laughs> there, there's many things that you don't know about me uh, <laughs> a lot of free time in this world but when when you think about it though it, we're throwing such a moral stance onto such a, a childish game that we go, we pay good money to go watch, and if there wasn't a home run in baseball ever, no one will go watch it. But look at look at when McGuire and Sosa were going through that home run streak, right? Uh, before that, you could go to batting practice, and the place would be dead empty. Mm-hmm. So no concession sales, no, no, no sales whatsoever. When they started hitting those jacked-up home runs, McGuire and Sosa, every time batting practice, that place was packed. Because everybody wanted a piece of, of some kind of, of history. Yeah, yeah, so you know they're buying hot dogs, they're buying T-shirts, they're buying stuff. So the owners were loving it. So I'm pretty sure the owners have 50-50 responsibility on this. Of course. Everybody looked the other way, and as they should. It doesn't matter. It may, anything that makes it more enjoyable to watch, why stop it? But the biggest hypocrites are the reporters. For oh, yeah. To, they, for them to see it, none of them took a chance on it. And now everybody's like, oh, shame on you. How dare you stain the records? Really? Really? Ty Cobb's the biggest racist yeah, in the universe. Yeah. But everybody hails him as such a great, great player. It doesn't taint his, uh, yeah. his plane. Ty, Ty Cobb had the, the hits record broken by a gambling addict, Pete Rose. The, the game is full <laughs> of degenerates. All these, it is. And all these people have been handed basically everything their whole life. So, yeah, once it stops being so easy... What do you expect them to do? You, yeah, you can't expect them to to have any moral responsibility when they've been catered to since they were fourteen. Yeah, you're, you're coming up to the minor leagues, and where your talent level stops, you see these other guys still knocking balls around. You're like, all right, couple you million, do something, couple million to try to get it to that hump. And I watched the sixty minutes, and they were something that said that there really is no long term effects of steroids. Like people have been taking them for a long time, and they're still there. Alive. You go. So let's why ban it. I I'm serious. Why? Why ban it? Let's let's 
let's roll with it. It, it makes TV better to watch. Give them and, more. And now, we, yeah, <laughs> I say we force it. Yeah, yeah. we force feed it to them. I say we. Uh, yeah, Andre the Giant. He he lived <laughs> to a ripe age of fifty-seven. <laughs> he wasn't on steroids. Though. He was just. I like uh, how wrestling. Now wrestling seen. wants to to limit that uh, with steroids. Oh, yes. Come on, no, that's the only thing that makes that that sport worth watching. Is just seeing these freaks. Yes. That one, those you freak them, you freak them up on some steroids, and then you have them like take away the fakeness of the sport and really fight, you know, with chairs <laughs> and everything, and get angry. Yeah, and, or all right, I say, ratings. I say you you tell them it's banned and they can't do it anymore, and they don't do it anymore. But you just sneak it into their food, so they're getting angry and they don't know why. <laughs> they think you're going crazy, and they're just beating each other's asses and just for no reason, and they. Not being able to comprehend it will even make them more mad. Well, better TV. Oh, you want to see the irrational decisions when they don't know they're on it? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no longer set up yeah, storylines. Yeah, because they're not that bright in 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 real life. I mean, there's a couple of them that are, that are they can write a book mm-hmm. and make a coherent sentence, but most of them are just like dumb jobs. Yeah, well, and, none of them can write a book. They all have ghostwriters. It's it, never written by them. Now you're gonna get all the wrestling fans calling. <laughs> what about Mick Foley? And by the way, wrestling is fake. Uh, who, yeah, of course. <laughs> was there an argument? I was watching. Sometimes I was watching wrestling the other night, and and I hate every time somebody comes into the house, mm. they have to make it a point of walking into the house. Hey, you know it's fake, right? <laughs> like they just broke the secret. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they just Pedro enjoys his wrestling. I watch it. I, enjoy I haven't it. watched it in a long time. It, I, I I tuned into it the other day, and they were doing some weigh-in for their match, the world's largest man versus the world's smallest man, or something. Oh, and the it was a, yeah, a big giant and a midget both weighing in next to each other. I giggled, but I didn't. It didn't hold I, me. I used to love it. Oh yeah, you know, and then I turned twelve, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, I guess I gotta move well, on from this." I even, I even liked it into the late nineties. I was really into it, and then when yeah. I figured out a man could not go down from a chest slap alone. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> like, uh, "Maybe this isn't for me," you know. And it's not, I, it's I, not I, the chop that does it. It's the woo. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what down. I was doing wrong. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. It's the hideout. El Jefe gone on a cruise, so. Me, J-Dubs, hanging out with you. Pedro Lima, Ricky Reyes on 106.7 WJFK. We'll be right back with more. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. It's bad radio. The Hideout. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in The Hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The Hideout. It is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Noah Huffy, though. No, no, no. He's on a cruise. Yes. So it's me, J-Dubs, hanging out with you, along with comedian Pedro Lima and Ricky Reyes. Look him up on MySpace. Pedro is MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro. And Ricky Reyes is no, uh, MySpace.com slash Ricky Reyes. Very easy. R-E. Yes. R-E-Y-E-S. Right. Yes. We gotta spell Ricky's last name. And if you uh, confusing. if you have any problem finding it, just hook up with our podcast on WJFK.com. I should have that up probably tomorrow for this show. And uh, you can listen to it there and write it all down as you go. We'll continue with the headlines right now. Uh Sad. big one. Sad story. Yeah. Ike Turner, the big man, dead at seventy six. Some people call him the creator of rock and roll. He died. <laughs> yeah, they do. 
Sad day for the pimp ham. Yes. The, the I read pimp, that. It was arguably. The pimp ham is limp. What is, what is, arguably, the creator of rock, invented rock. It, isn't that anybody? Like, I have arguably invented rock and roll because it's arguable. <laughs> well, I guess a good argument can be made for Ike Turner, but not for you. Um, but I guess he is one of the person, first people to use distorted guitars and that kind of stuff in, in music. Grammy so, Award winner. Yes. This Ike past Turner. year, right? That's, yeah. Yeah, he, he yeah. just won one. And now he won he's, one before he bit the dust. He finally got the credit he, he fought for. But no one, no one knew. I didn't know he won a Grammy last year. I knew. I didn't care. <laughs> I knew because I wanted to see how people were going to react. All I cared about was uh, watching watching the uh, replays of uh, <laughs> Ike and Tina murder, uh, uh, <laughs> movie on... What's Love Got to Do With It? Yeah, anime. on YouTube. Anime. we got to make this music anime. <laughs> Come on, Ike. Come on, Ike. And I think I was talking with you on uh, on the phone earlier this week. And we were talking about the, the clips on YouTube. And spousal abuse isn't funny unless you're watching it on YouTube when it's what's <laughs> got to do with it. It's hilarious. It then. is. Dude, it is hilarious. I mean, it's again, and J-Dubs nailed it. Spousal abuse at no point is, is funny at all. But that movie just it was hysterical. It's like it's like a modern day Three Stooges. It was just <laughs> paintbrushing each other. When she great. fights back in that limo scene, <laughs> finally, and they're just going at it. It's comedy. All right, let's go. It's comedy. They, they check in at the hotel, all bloody, now, dusting themselves off, like and nobody's like gonna wrong. notice our blood in our nose. Now Tina was contacted by the press on this, and uh, I guess the news hit her pretty hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> having to go back through all this is, is it, really a big smack in the face. I like, <laughs> I like the response. I like the response that the publicist says. He goes, uh, "Tina Turner is aware that Ike Turner has died. They have not spoken for 35 years. Uh, there will be no more comments." And she's not going to beat herself up over this. Yeah. No, she's probably just going to stay at home and lick her wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. One more. You got one more in you? Uh, Come on. Uh, she heard in his final hour, she, he was kind of punchy. <laughs> I like I th This marriage was a big black eye on her, on her <laughs> wife. <laughs> it, says, it says Keith Richards uh, quoted, was said, act, acted like a pimp. Keith Richards. Yeah, because we know Keith Richards doesn't uh, go into other people's pockets to, to get that last gram. Yeah, that little bit the Boy Scout, Keith Richards, <laughs> yeah. he was out of control. Oh, he's a saint. Saint Richards. Yeah, the news hurt her. She had a pain in her chest. <laughs> it bruised her ego. <laughs> it bruised her <laughs> Of course. A lot of people don't know Ike oh. Turner's greatest hit. <laughs> <laughs> right across to Tina's face. Uh, <laughs> boom, boom. Come on. Come on. Have we beaten this dead horse? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better move on. Oh, uh, this, this is a pretty good story. A Connecticut teacher called the police and barricaded her into her, uh, barricaded herself into her classroom when uh, she heard "Welcome to the Jungle," uh, which she didn't know was "Welcome to the Jungle." Uh, one of the janitors singing it over the loudspeaker thought that it was a Columbine-type situation and someone was doing a school shooting when <laughs> she heard the words, you're in the jungle, baby, you're going to die. You're so, going to die? 
So okay, so so the janitor mm -hmm. was cranking the tunes. It was after hours. He decides, yeah, I have a mic. I have oh a, a loudspeaker. I'm going to start singing "Welcome to the Jungle." I think it's very um, popular karaoke too. Yeah, yeah, anybody who sees that, they're going to say. Yeah, but you can't do that karaoke in school grounds. But why, what's her problem? What did she think? She was in a bad 80s film with Jim <laughs> She Belushi. probably went to the classroom. She probably says, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make the best. I'm going to show up early, and I'm going to... Um, Maybe she thought she was in the jungle with Rome. I'm going to do a, some school planning and stuff like that. And then the Janners thinks that line is like, welcome to the jungle, baby! You're gonna die! Tell me you're not gonna freak out. She was probably just watching USA and they played the principal. <laughs> and she felt like Ray Don Chung. Do they like, use this song in every bad uh, school movie or even good school movie? Uh, Lean on me. This was the when they showed yeah, they like uh, when they showed how good the school used to be, and then it images over into how uh, run down it got. Welcome she's, to the jungle. She's freaking out. Do you think she freaks out when she's watching? Uh, when she's uh, listening to Rome? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just Until she hears the epic. <laughs> rack him, rack him. Yeah, that would be scary if Jim Rome just jumped on the speaker. <laughs> I think she would have locked this herself in. This school is there. ridiculous. John from Sierra Madre. School teacher, locked up in your room. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Exciting. Ridiculous. If they played some of that Swedish metal or something, that would have really freaked her out. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all about dumps. Yeah, there's nothing violent in there. It's just yeah. all, it's all scat. I've never heard, I've never heard Swedish metal. All really? I heard was the guitars. I couldn't make anything out. Ingve Malmsteen is probably the only guy I know. And then there's the, the German rock. That's also kind of... Duhast. Yeah. That's the only one, yeah. So they didn't say what happened to this custodian? Uh, well, they, they didn't do anything. They showed up there, you know, basically said... Called the teacher an idiot. Yeah. They deported the, the and, custodian. Uh, and, uh, also, uh, she heard uh, the song Cocaine, and she thought Pablo Escobar was going <laughs> through the, the school. Yeah. She's just very gullible. She heard Bug Cherries lit up. <laughs> Pablo's back. He's, they're selling cocaine in campgrounds. Is that a Spanish teacher? Because it's the only teacher that I can picture that does not know Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I mean, you know I mean? It, it's one of the most popular rock songs ever. <laughs> Did they make it? <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. They should have made it right a hundred times on the chalkboard. She would not call police when hearing Welcome to the Jungle. I will not call 911 when listening to GNR. I will not call 911 when listening to GNR. Oh, man. It doesn't seem like anybody in this country who spent any time here wouldn't know Welcome to the Jungle. If you've been in America... Since 1990, even after that, it's still been a huge it song. I mean, I, it's played on every. It's on. And it's sports. on album rock. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't think the fact that she didn't hear it before, well, maybe she thought somebody was in the school singing it to her. Like that's that's uh, the only thing maybe. that can justify. You know what I mean? But like, I guess anytime you're alone in a in a high school with a janitor, you gotta think something bad's around the corner. Yeah, because I mean, be no good. If, if I'm in a place and, and I hear over the loudspeaker somebody go, "Time is on my side." Oh, I yes, start freaking, yeah, I start freaking out. Yeah, you you would a little, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, especially you, you'd freak out. Yeah, I'm the you know Denzel Washington running around. All right, I got another odd headline for you guys. Okay, man uses small genitals as defense. <laughs> Great, <laughs> a man is going around flashing people. And uh, 
he saying, "No, it wasn't me. I, I'm too, I'm too ashamed of my junk. I wouldn't be able to flash people." He's what they call quaint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're a juror, do you buy it? And if you don't, do you ask for proof? And if he gives you proof, does that mean he's guilty because he just flashed you? I just, just the amazement that people will go around. To get away with stuff. And, oh, yeah, and, and flash this, and everything. And with people with their uh, their phone cameras and all that kind of stuff anymore, you aren't going to get away with uh, flashing. You can't get away with anything. There's a camera on you at all times. And what is he considering? But if it's fuzzy, you can still deny it. Is it it's not mine. Yeah, they can. you could pretty much be like, you can't on the really say it's me. Let's put it on a line. Except if it has DNA, yes. Don't you think he got off more because he gave him the pictures? Like he would give him the, was he snickering as they looked? Maybe he was trying to flash the, like, look. Like, a, no, he was, I like, mean, if he sent past the pictures, he's like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know that, that, that's, that's getting him right there. You know, he's, he's enjoying himself like, with that. Either way, he's a win. It's a win-win situation. He's getting his rocks off. Mm-hmm. By showing his little pebbles. His small rocks. <laughs> it's. It's just ridiculous how people are just going. They, they give them now, do you think, time in the court system to fight this. Do you think? Uh, do you think just like uh, you know, I've been in the situation with the girl before. Oh, I, you geez. apologize halfway through the flashing, like I'm sorry. It usually, it, it usually is. You know, it usually you know, works you know you're better. Expecting a bigger show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean for this to be as disappointing as it is. It normally, the, the, yeah, blame it on the weather. <laughs> maybe maybe that's how he was it's, getting over it. It's cold out. It's 87 degrees, Justin. You live in Florida. It's like, uh, yeah, but it, it really works at 88, 89. Yeah, he was probably trying to get over it, the sensitivity of it. He's like, if I just show it to the point where I'm not even embarrassed anymore, mm-hmm. then, it'll, then it should be good. I, I, uh, <laughs> he's, if he's saying it's too small, that he can't show it. It doesn't seem what? like. But he, I I don't think flashers are really. And he's British. That's that's yeah. evidence enough. Yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, and they say, "What's new?" I mean, you're British. Yeah, you have like a small British. one. I mean, that that really, really isn't a defense over Come here. Come on, there's no British porn stars out there. All right, next one. Are you guys shopping for holidays yet? Have you gone out buying for the kids? The, <laughs> the uh, I'll be there like family. Sunday the 23rd. There's a study showing now that shoppers are going down in uh, store classes because of uh, the, the economy right now. Absolutely. Where did you shop last year? Last year, uh, I was at the mall. The mall? Where are you going this year? Uh, this year, I'll probably end up at the 99-cent store. That's how bad this year has been. Yeah, I guess uh, Macy shoppers are going to Kohl's. Kohl's shoppers are going to Target. Target shoppers are going to Walmart. And Walmart shoppers are... Well, yeah, like you said, going to the dollar store. Yeah. There's really I mean, nothing there. Seriously, uh, it's either 99 cent store or become a Jehovah Witness and totally dismiss the holidays. I, that's what I've done. I'm not a Jehovah's Witness, but I'm not doing anything for the holidays. I don't fly home anymore because people are like, for one thing, it's way too expensive, and that would be any kind of gift money that I'd have. And they think you're a radio star. And then when I go, <laughs> well, what sucks about where I'm at now, there's no prize closet here. <laughs> there's, there's nothing to raid. I used to raid the prize closet all the time for Christmas gifts. Everybody would just get, you know, like uh, season three of uh, Malcolm in the Middle. I'm pretty Enjoy sure the it. people in, in your town in Michigan will like a nice roll of scotch tape. Hey, <laughs> it's still it works for everything. Yeah. Yeah, some, I'm some, doing all my shopping in that claw machine. You some, see that, Denny? <laughs> the 25 cents. I'm pretty good at it. I think I can knock out my whole family with a dollar twenty-five. 
Here's some fluorescent markers. Yeah, here's a stuffed teddy bear. <laughs> so none of you guys have gone actually shopping yet, though. I've, I no. no. I'm a, I'm, I'm are you usually one of the people who wait? Yeah, until last I minute? wait to the last second. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to convince my family to shop the day after Christmas. That's because that, well, they do a lot of great deals. Why don't, after Christmas? Why don't you? It's like two days after Hanukkah. Go get some dreidels and some uh, some you know, <laughs> different. I don't know what else do Jewish people love. Pork Dreidels. sandwiches? Yeah. And they like pork sandwiches? <laughs> I, all, those, all those have to be on sale right now. No one's buying those. Some Dreidels. Just close out. Yeah, you could get all the Hanukkah savings. <laughs> now, in all, like e- a easy bake oven, 50% off. Oh. Oh, white. Like white. I, like I, like I said, like I said a couple minutes ago, um, the Walmart shoppers are going to uh, 99 cent store here in Tampa, um, and we aren't on the air in Tampa, but uh, this is where we're staying right now. We're on WJFK 106.7. Uh, two people walked in and robbed a 99 cent store here in Tampa. Amazing! Can we play my favorite game of guest ethnicity? They haven't caught him yet. No, they haven't. So I have no clue. Imagine these two masterminds getting together. Yeah, they got together, said we're going to get a boatload of change and green army men. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're just getting uh, away with everything here. We're going we're gonna to have a bunch of 70s. <laughs> we're going to have $67 to split. We're going to be finally be able to pay that Verizon bill. Like, seriously, mm. a dollar store? Yeah, you aren't going to get anything. You, aren't, you might, you might get lunch. If you're going to do a crime that involves a weapon, yeah. go, go all out. Go, you got to. Go to a bank. I guess one place that won't have cameras, though, and these guys have gotten away with this so far, so one place that doesn't have cameras would be the 99-cent store. So if you're going to actually get away with it. What are, what are they stealing, like the, the chicklets and chicle sticks? <laughs> no. Or uh, one of those uh, rip-off... Um, Pest dispensers? Or you know how like they have uh, the the brats at like the the good stores, Br- yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like at ninety nine cent store they have kids with a Z instead of brats. Br- yeah, they got yeah. A, instead of GI Joe, they, they just have army the, guy, uh, American Mark, <laughs> <laughs> Todd the American guy, Transformers as GoBots. We'll save the holiday theme right here. Oh, GoBots were great. I don't want to hear anything. I, I love you know, GoBots. GoBots were the only like one that you can see what they were transformed or not. Mm-hmm. GoBots. Like, oh, he's a scooter. And, and Mask. Mask was great, too. Mask was good. But here's the thing with GoBots and Transformers. I think GoBots was more for stupid kids. With Hi. Transformers, you had to have a science of how to... Because it will take you like 10 minutes to you transform. You need an engineering degree to, trans- mm-hmm. to transform. But GoBots is like, oh, here's a car... Flip, flip, robots. It wasn't, it wasn't even that most of the time. There's like a little button on top of them. Yeah, they just and pop just, open. Just, yeah, well, okay, there's a robot. Mm-hmm. It, come on. I don't know if it was for stupid kids or just lazy kids who just didn't want to go through all that. <laughs> I mean, you're playing. You don't need to sit there and do the Rubik's Cube in between. Yeah, you know. Robots were one flip and that was it. Yeah, it was flip, great. There it was you like go. a cell you're phone. A now. No movable parts. All right, staying with the holiday theme. Do you guys do the tipping, the end of the year tipping? There's tipping? Yeah, you're supposed to tip a certain uh, number of people at the end of the year. I, I grew up with the tipping part. And really? Stuff like that. So I, I tip my mailman. That's pretty much the only dude I tip. Not your uh, garbage man? Because the well, mailman's one, the garbage man's well, another. Well, here's the thing. When we used to live in, in Puerto Rico back in the day, my, mm-hmm. my, my, my mother used to make this. this and uh, you guys didn't have garbage man. You guys just basket. sat on it. It was like, yeah, it was a guy in a barrel. Uh, she would make like a like a food basket mm-hmm. and just put it out there so when they pick up that was their their Christmas 
you know, gift, which is and great part of the next year's income. <laughs> because they're picking up garbage, plus they have nutritious food to mm-hmm. blend in with that I, smell of hot garbage. Set it right on top of the garbage. Yes, can? right on top with a little bow on top. They probably threw it away every year. Well, whatever. That was the bonus. Are also you're supposed to tip teachers? I guess you no. Have, I guess you have kids. You're supposed not, to tip the at, teachers? I don't have kids, but at the level my nephews read, I wouldn't tip them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They're a little bit behind. I think a uh, teacher needs to uh, take away some money or Some something. of these go without. I mean, barber and hair t- hairstylist. You're supposed to do that every time. So Automatically. I don't, th- I don't think you do that at the end of the year again. No. Who gets doubled up on tips? Uh, let me see. Fitness trainer. I know Jefe has a fitness trainer. He shouldn't tip them. No. Because, <laughs> I mean, and you tip for results. Isn't it? <laughs> Not by the pound. Like. <laughs> Here is a, you can't tip your child care provider. You know how much child care costs? Oh, yeah. You need a, a second unless, job just to pay for it. Unless you're doing one of those kind of half-free things over at the school where you throw them in that uh, that smelly retard room that smells like Play-Doh. Yeah. My kid is in, in a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not Baptist, <laughs> but is that the least expensive daycare center that we can put her in? If you have a housekeeper or a cleaner. Which is great because she comes in and she's, uh, she's singing... Uh, Gospel music at four years old. Oh, your house. kid. Cause yeah, I gotta get some recording of this. It's hysterical. Really? Is it oh, bad? It's, it's 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 not bad, but it's so cute. How intense it is. You don't tip the babysitter, right? You're supposed to. You supposed are. To, yeah, I guess you're she, supposed to tip her at the end of the but year. But only if you're work. If she's working Christmas or something, right? No, like uh, after they they work for slave wages anyway. They're 14 years old. Give them 10 more bucks and they're happy. They're on the phone. They're watching Gilmore Girls. Yeah, they're using my internet. Yeah, hopefully not touching your kids. No, I say no. No to that. Uh, let me see. Now, I I know this isn't an end-of-the-year one, but do you tip that retard bagger that takes your groceries to the car for you? For Are you what? supposed to? All he's going to spend it is on on, on trinkets. <laughs> on lollipops. On lollipops will be stuck in his hair later, <laughs> and then your his mom will be coming up yelling at you. you give him an ice. If you have a pet groomer, you're I to tip, tip them, that. I tip them Monopoly money. I give them the orange 500. <laughs> and they go in. And, oh, and you get a the yeah. And What? No. You're supposed to tip the pet groomer? No. Um, also. He sees them once every two months. Here's as a nursing home Nursing worker. home worker. Is that, don't they steal from the elderly anyway? <laughs> like, they don't need, they're getting their tips. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're pre-grave robbers. Whereas <laughs> basically, they're in the ground, but I'm going to take her watch yeah. anyway. Yeah, they won't notice. Well, am, I tip, am I tipping you because you gave my grandmother a shiner? Is that why I'm tipping you? Yeah, you let her fall a third time? <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, I'm like going to tip you before, for letting my grandfather molest you. Like we said, <laughs> trash collectors, and uh, I guess your gardener, if you have a gardener or anybody which, cutting which your lawn. Which me and Ricky were talking about that. You're going to tip your gardener? It's, well, it's, first, Rolando is not going to know <laughs> what like you're Roland, talking Rolando, about. Rolando, come here. Come here. It's your Christmas. It's, don't, don't, run, don't run away from me. Ain't I fired? Don't, no, no, you, you're not fired. This is a Christmas bonus. Okay. Christmas bonus. This is what we give you for. I know steal. No, no, no. I'm not accusing you of stealing. <laughs> this is what we're going to give you for Christmas for doing a great job for the for the for the whole year. You. you. So you don't have to kill the neighbor. You don't have to kill the neighbor. This is just for you. You can do whatever you want with this money. Thank you very much for doing the lawn and the landscaping and not breaking into my house at night. Okay. All right. Thank you, Rolando. 
Impromptu. Thank you. Nice. See that? Thank you. Acting. Thank you. Wonderful. 800-636-1067. So stupid. <laughs> It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, we're going to take a break in a second here, but um, I've dug up from a prep service the worst um, oh. Christmas parody bits. There's parody songs, there's bits, there's other bad things on this. It is god-awful. And uh, I think uh, I let you listen to a few of them before we went on the air. Um, it is pretty horrible. Yeah, these have all been downloaded. Each of them have been downloaded by at least 100 different radio shows and used on their show. And we're going to come back and share what the rest of the country of radio is doing on the air for this Christmas. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. With El Jefe and Jay Dugs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Welcome back into it. It's the Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. I'll slow that down for you because I'm sure you didn't understand that. 800-636-1067. El Jefe is gone for the weekend. He's on a cruise. So I'm joined by Pedro Lima, comedian and all-around good guy. Go to myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. And also our buddy Ricky Reyes, myspace.com slash Ricky Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S. <laughs> How are you guys doing so far? You guys it's, enjoying it's yourselves? Good. It's going good. Wonderful. It feels like the Wild West over here. Well, it's sitting all over the place, but whatever. Well, get ready for it to get a lot worse. Yes. Because, uh, like I said before the break, and I'll set it back up again, um, I found one of these prep services that a lot of morning shows use. And, the and they, they have decent stuff on there for like this show. I'll grab a lot of like news audio and actualities and that kind of stuff from people saying whatever in the news. But they also have um, bits, song parodies, and other kind of production pieces that can be used by uh, yeah, different stations. And it also shows you how many times these things have been downloaded. It does? Yes. Okay. So um, I picked up some of the more downloaded ones, seeing what's being played. Especially now that it's the holiday season and everybody's coming out with their cheese factor. Oh, yeah. yeah. From TV stations to everything. It's a 12 days of Christmas marathon oh, or whatever. You know what I mean? This is the most gimmicky part of the year, you know? Is it? Yeah. And so these are actual commercials? No, these are actual bits that uh, morning shows are using. Like, you know, how you have these, you know. Yeah, the wacky show. Yeah, wacky shows using their wacky bits. And a lot of times they don't write them. Most of the time they don't write them. They pull them from these prep services and they think they're very funny. So, um, we're going to start with this one. Santa Tats. I guess it's a Santa Tattoo thing. Okay. <laughs> it's me, Santa. Everybody's always telling me what they want. Santa, I want this. Santa, I want that. But nobody ever asked me what I want, except for my pal Spike here. Right, Spike? That's <laughs> right, Santa. Spike's my... Right. Also, <laughs> also, what we're going to do here with this is, uh, first one, the laugh loses... First one to laugh? Yeah, loses. And so. goes to the penalty box for two minutes. Yes. 
And also, uh, you got the, uh, when all of us tap out, that's when we just stop the bit. So once we're like, all right, this is too bad, okay. we're driving away people. Tap right. out. And, I'll, uh, ring the, I'll ring the keys. Yeah, and then we'll know that, all right, it's time to get out of this one and go to the next gem. Let's continue with Sanitats. <laughs> Tattooist, welcome to North Pole, Inc. Hey, hold still. Don't chuckle. Ooh. Your belly wiggles like a bowl full of jelly when you chuckle, Santa. Oh, sorry, Spike. Spike here is doing some work on me right yeah. now. And hey, if you're surprised I'm into body art, listen up. Yeah. Santa loves his cats. Hey. <laughs> See that one there on my forearm? What's it say, Spike? I didn't bring my reading glasses. Uh, it says Mrs. Claus. Oh, right. It's her name over a sprig of holly and a skull with a rattlesnake slithering out of an eye socket. I got that no, one on my first trip. No, seriously? Can't take any more? I can't. I, I hope Santa gets hepatitis from this tattoo guy. I mean, it's, it's just horrible. Seriously? I don't know. How many times have that been downloaded? Uh, that one, when I downloaded it yesterday, uh-huh. or actually I downloaded it Thursday, so there was another day of downloading. But when I downloaded it Thursday, and it's only been up since Monday, uh, 123 times. 123. Yeah. I'm thinking stations in North Dakota. Uh, or somewhere near Meth. I'll tell you what. Yeah, New Mexico. I, I totally tuned out on what they were trying to do there. I didn't even hear the bit. That's how bad it was. It was, you know, <laughs> background noise for me. I couldn't even pay attention to it. All right. Next one. Um, hmm. Let's see. Let's go with... It's a big old redneck Christmas. I believe this is a song. Oh, this is going to be quick. Yes. Just in time for the holiday. Oops. Just in time for the holiday. I was wrong. It's a commercial. Is it? Okay, yeah, cool. So. Just in time for the holidays. It's the white trash Christmas CD you've all been waiting for. It's a big old redneck Christmas with all your favorites like... I saw Mommy kissing Uncle Claude in the parking lot at Applebee's. Plus, who could forget my first Chevelle? My first Chevelle. It was fast on race day. Born is the king of the NHRA. Yes, it's the down-home, trailer-court-dwelling, drunken, fist-fight, toothless Christmas collection of a lifetime. With hits like Deck the Walmart Rats While Shopping. la 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 and don't forget this Christmas salute to every Rednecks hero. Couldn't handle it anymore. I couldn't if, handle it. If Jeff Foxworthy suing these people, because I can see these being played at every single country station. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're loving this. It Really? Oh, God. Come on, Ricky. I would assume those were actual songs. <laughs> and I, I, there was nothing too far past the blue-collar crowd. Yeah. Uh, actually, I watched uh, part of the Jeff Foxworthy roast last night. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah? Oh. It's they had uh, they had who was that uh, really annoying voiced uh, comedian um, Godfrey? Godfrey yeah Godfrey yeah he, they had him doing a bit where he was uh, Jeff Foxworthy's cow I'm Jeff Foxworthy's cow yeah exactly <laughs> God awful it's I, I I just I, don't get I don't get it. I understand that there's a market for it mm. Larry the Cable Guy had his own VH1 Christmas special Christmas yeah. special. I haven't seen it, but I but I heard about. He's it. had two movies too, or three. It's been yeah. three. Delta yeah, Farce, uh, uh, Home Inspector, or whatever it was. The Home Inspector, which I was stuck in a hotel watching, oh, and I was like, "Wow, how bad is that?" And you know what's worse is that when you go to like one of these stores, like Walmart or anything, mm-hmm. and they got the DVD out there, they also had have the movie available for you in Blu-ray. 
In blue, like who's watching Delta Farce in Blu-ray to see how crappy this movie really is? <laughs> Just to get examine the, a little further. Get the it's crystal a CSI, clear. It's a CSI version of of uh, of a rape of uh, a movie. Yeah, get get a clear definition of Larry's <laughs> armpit hair coming out of his cut-off yeah, shirt. I mean, seriously, and I think Blu-ray is overstepping the boundaries of the target demographic because I think most of them still have VHS. I don't know. Yeah, you know I mean? I've met some really rich rednecks that just piss you off. It's like, how did you make so much money? You <laughs> yeah. idiot. I, I knew a couple of them, man. I did a comedy show in a barn. Did you they, really? Yeah, but it was converted into a country club, and all these people oh, were no. rich. Like inventing stuff for shotgun and shooting. They, you know what? Dubs, you know what song would have been great? Hmm. And, and I used to love it when you guys used to play it, when you guys uh, used to broadcast out of Orlando. Mm-hmm. There you go again, talking oh, about reparations. reparations. I wish I had that. I don't have that with me. Oh, uh, old, good old That's Johnny a Rebel. Song. <laughs> That's a Christmas song, people. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the next one. And again, when you hear the keys jingle, <laughs> that's when we tap out. This one's Queer Eye for the Straight Santa. Maybe funny five years ago. Hi, everybody. I'm Carson, and welcome to Queer Eye for the Straight Santa. I'm here with Kian, and we're at the North... Nope, not even funny then. No. I, I have to uh, pass on that. All right, well, let's uh, keep going, though. Oh, and I love the name. Of course you do. It's right up your alley. At least you wish it was. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. Now, even though he didn't bring me the Malibu Barbie I asked for when I was nine, we're going to try to make some fashion sense out of this disaster known as Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Is this going to take long? Santa's busy. Never try to rush style. Absolutely. Now, first off, this beard has got to go. You are not Proteus, herdsman of the seals, if you know your Greek mythology. But Santa's had this beard for hundreds of years. And with any luck, it was in style for two of them. Ricky Taps. Ricky you know, it's great. Uh, one thing that he announced is that the queer Santa is dropping down the chimney along with his T-cells. <laughs> After the show, he became a, a much slender Santa. Santa, why are you, why are you coughing and carrying a quilt? <laughs> why is Denzel Washington your lawyer, Santa? <laughs> now speak to me like a two-year-old. Uh. <laughs> it got an eggnog broth for him. <laughs> Here's Santa. No cookies. They're too so, hard for his brittle teeth. He's going to be coming around trying to get people to watch his elves after he's gone. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Very good. Queer Moving Santa. On. All right. Let's uh, move on to the non-offensive Christmas, I guess, this is the next one. Are you ready? I'm, Are you ready to tap so, out? So far, everything's offensive. But let's do this. Just in time for the holidays, it's the non-offensive Christmas collection with songs that are guaranteed not to be banned by lawyers and angry protesters like Come All Ye Not So Faithful. Oh, come all ye faithful. And those who think life is just an accident, oh, come ye, oh, come ye, to a little town in the Middle East that may or may not have any significance. And Silent Night, completely uneventful night. Silent Night, pretty much a tip. This one isn't even worth it. What's that, on a Christian station? NPR? Conservative. Well, it has to be, yeah. yeah. Rush one, Limbaugh probably plays it. One of those conservative morning oh. shows. As I slip Attack into... Attack on Christmas. <laughs> As I slip into my Oxycontin coma, please enjoy some of these <laughs> holiday... But don't you wish me happy holidays? No. Or uh, you have Oxycontin. 
Beware of the blacks. <laughs> Does he still say now, that? Now you're just repeating this show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Next one is rejected Hallmark Christmas cards. Oh, great. Wonderful. Every Christmas, here at Hallmark, we're forced to reject thousands of less-than-quality Christmas cards. Twas the night before Christmas, and in the next house, I watched through your window as you undid your blouse. Some simply don't meet the high standards of a quality greeting card company. I'd say Merry Christmas or something else cute. If I hadn't been named in your paternity suit. But now, for a limited time only, you can purchase these factory second greeting cards for up to 50% off. If you hear something stirring, it ain't Santa Claus. It's me in your bedroom, wearing your bras. Hallmark, giving you the best Christmas gift of all. A huge savings. Our Christmas together makes me want to skip. Sorry about that big sore on your lip. Almost. Yeah, we almost made it. Two seconds left in it. The bra line was kind of giggly, like a little bit. You laughed? I don't know. I had a silent inner chuckle. (laughs) I heard this, and and I had to come up with a couple of home... Because I like like the idea, but Mm -hmm. but it was just too... Could it have been done better? Yeah, so so I wrote a couple here, and uh, let's let's see, uh, reject the Hallmark cards. It's like, uh, uh, for Christmas, it'll be, hope you're doing well, and cheers don't come late. I hope you've forgotten about that time you've been raped. That's, that's nice. That's warm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I know it's Christmas and everyone's a cynic, but your husband really wants you to go to the abortion clinic. <laughs> hey, I see you know thing. what? I see it's the cute. It's cute and it's uh, true. It's accurate. Yeah, very accurate. Nobody wants yeah, to have a Christmas kid. I don't know what to give a girl. This comes from the, from the Peterson collection. Okay. Uh, I heard the good news and I'm ready to gloat. On this Christmas Eve, let's go fishing on my boat. <laughs> yes. Now, this is a different Peterson, right? That's not... That's not the Peterson now. The Drew... Pe- no, this is uh, Scott Peterson, the classic Scotty, not Drew. 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 Have you seen that case of Drew Peterson? No. Oh, man. We'll talk about that later. I got to g- give you the update. Okay. Uh, here's here's one more. Uh, a couple more. Me and Dubs wrote this one. Uh, it goes, on Christmas night, I said my prayers. I hope you're not pregnant because I'll throw you down the stairs. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude or mess with your psyche, but if your test comes out positive, get ready to meet Dr. Nike. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> that was a quality. Then I went with this one. Uh, maybe this one's always to stop me when you think uh, silent night, holy night. I know you're 97, but I hope okay. it's still. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know where you're going. Okay. I understand. Uh, all right. Want to go with another one of these, or let's, have let's we had enough? One more. Let's get one more. One more. Okay. Let me. I'll give you a, a choice. We have crank that drummer boy remix. Um. Let's see. Uh, we already had this big old redneck Christmas. No more rednecks. You know what? Uh, Santa's weight. Did we do Santa's weight? I didn't hear Santa's weight. Uh, or Santana Claus. Santana Claus. That it, sounds. You know what? We get we're, we're broadcasting to DC. We gotta do something for the oh. brothers. So I think that crank Christmas. Yeah, that that drummer crank. Drummer crank. Drummer yeah. boy. Yeah, the crank uh, crank that drummer boy. I think this is a soldier boy. Is it remake? Yeah. Drummer boy, tell him. Hey, I got a new dance for y'all. It's called the drummer boy. All you gotta do is bang on that drum three times from left to right. Uh, uh, drummer boy up in 
the snow. Watch me bang him, hear me flow. Watch me bang that drummer boy, then Superman in the snow. Now watch me bang that drummer boy. Bang that drummer boy. Bang that drummer boy. Bang that drummer boy. Drummer boy up in the snow. The wrestling hip hop master is tapping out. Is this a uh, a download song? You know, some guy bang that drummer boy. It's like him and a Casio. <laughs> Was he in a studio at all? I doubt it. I get. I bet you it's just but, some schlub in a little. Was this part of the queer Santa thing? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> Let's go to Carol online too. Carol. Carol, go. Hi, uh, my name's Carol. I was just calling because I'm incredibly uh, pissed off about this whole entire Christmas media thing. And I was listening to your station, and it's just it's just appalling to me that they feel they need to make little jingles, which suck for every single demographic on the planet. You know what I'm well, saying? I like, mean, they, in, it's just, I, it makes no sense at all. Okay, you uh, got to kind of. I kind of blame. Go ahead. We got the gay Christmas. We got the hit Christmas. What's we we got the brothers Christmas? What's, what what are we gonna what are we gonna have? Feliz Navidad with the Mexicans singing. You know, I just it doesn't make not. any sense. Well, you gotta go with Feliz Navidad. Well, we do have Santana holiday. Claus. I guess we gotta play that one next. Um, but thank thank you for the call, girl. And I I do have to agree that yeah, <laughs> the radio people go way too far with this Christmas stuff and have to have something and especially well, yeah. yeah, and they and. I think this is prep service, too, because they're trying to rope so many people in. So if they have, uh, you know, the, the redneck one and... Uh, the hip-hop station yeah. makes a little... Yeah, what, what really... Well, that's the two places they go, right? The redneck and the black, right? That's oh, a, oh, and they have, like, I guess Where so. Santa's going to the, to the top they do 20. The top 40, yeah, yeah they they on top 40. And they had the uh, the one that... Um, uh, the non-offensive Christmas cards that went to the you know the the Republican shows. Yeah, for the attack of the holidays. Uh, yeah, the war on Christmas people. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I blame radio people for actually downloading these and playing them, and I guess we're part of the problem. But I'm not really playing them because I think they're good. Yeah, like uh, it, well, it's like those YouTube hit videos that you see nothing good in it, and you're like, why is this passed around everywhere? Yeah, and it, somehow it is. Like two million views on terrible, terrible videos, but I watched them all the way through, so I, I guess I'm part of the problem. Uh, since you brought up Police Navidad, we'll go with Santana Christmas. There we go. Or, or Santana Claus, That's sorry. Carlos Santana has recorded with nearly everyone, except jolly old Saint Nick, until now. Just in time for the holidays, it's his newest release, Santana Claus. And you're a naughty one. I made my list and checked it twice for fun. I see you sleeping and I know when you're awake, for goodness Nine. sake. We got a double one. Yes, Carlos. That one. Did you <laughs> like that one? I, I love it. You're in the penalty box, right? <laughs> I didn't laugh, but I loved it. <laughs> Seriously? Come on. Come really on. Did the naughty thing? It was just a Santana. If bit. it was Tito Santana Claus and it was just about Santa Claus <laughs> running around with the flying forearms, <laughs> then I would be all burrito. Yeah. But now. I, yeah, that would have been more creative. <laughs> but yeah, this one sucks. Oh, I can't stand Radio Christmas. And uh, I can't stand regular holiday Christmas. <laughs> it, but it, it just compounds, you know. We have the one station that goes all Christmas music. and then, I hate that. I hate that with a passion. They ruined the whole week. 
You can't listen to that much Christmas music in a row. Yeah, it's two months worth usually. One station will, will flip right what? after uh, October. Yeah, no, before Thanksgiving. October. Yeah, one, right when November hits, there's at least usually one station in the market that'll flip over to Christmas music, and then they'll go like a weekend to. Uh, How much Christmas January. music is out there? Yeah, you know, and especially when you're with the kids at the mall or or the store, and they're screaming and yelling, and it's like bells are they listening? You don't want to hear that. All right, since we've gotten in the Christmas music thing, and actually I didn't have this one planned right now, but uh, I did oh. pull the top ten, and we're going to go really quick through these because I can't handle much more music. Uh, the top ten worst Christmas well, just songs. Name, just name them, and we'll, okay. we'll and then we'll see if we want to play them. Yeah. And maybe, I can't maybe, listen to all these. maybe we can do the big color 12 Days of Christmas gets a prize. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what show you think you're on, but we don't have prizes. Uh, John Denver, Please Daddy. Don't get drunk this Christmas. Please play that. <laughs> Please play that. I told you they're bad, so. All right. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this for Christmas and get on that and crash it on the <laughs> mountainside. Is that is that uh, yeah, John Denver's? Yeah, it was a little wordy, but is yeah. that John Denver's kids singing uh, yeah. to Daddy? Daddy, no. don't get drunk no. for Christmas and get on that plane. Now, why is why is he you know harping in on his dad's good time? I know. <laughs> You know, daddy likes to drink, and it's Christmas, you know? I could say, hey, Daddy, it's uh, my birthday. Don't come home and drink and beat me up again. This that is, is a good song. Yeah. It's Christmas, though. He's going to drink a little bit. It's, well, that's the, the thing of Christmas. I mean, nobody goes to every every holiday party. I mean, Hefe is on a cruise right now, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much holiday partying it up in that cruise, drinking up a storm. That's what the holiday parties are for. Yeah. Getting drunk. Why is this kid begging his daddy not to drink? Yeah, daddy works 80 hours a week. That's why daddy gets drunk on yeah. Christmas. Daddy needs something How to calm down. How do you think daddy down. got that Atari 2600 for you? Huh? Ungrateful. This John Denver. <laughs> uh, Jose Feliciano and Feliz Navidad. Everybody knows that. That's number nine worst song ever, which I don't think is that bad. Actually, it's quite catchy. It teaches and everybody a, lot, knows of, it. a mm. lot of white people uh, how to... How to speak Spanish? Yeah, so it's sort of. Well, least, sort of. at least we know that. Everybody phrase. knows exactly. Everybody knows how to say Christmas. Uh, I don't think they realize that says Christmas. One that I surprised didn't make uh, the list. I saw Senator. Uh, <laughs> I saw Senator Craig kissing Santa Claus. That one I wish was on there, but it didn't make it. In uh, a, uh, does does that one go? Stall? Can you sing it? Can you sing it? <laughs> no, I can't. Ricky can uh, sing it. I saw Senator Craig. Kissing a guy in the bathroom, kissing Santa Claus, something. There you go. Hey, good try. <laughs> good try. Hey, at least I'm willing to put it out there. Hey, that's good. See, that's why I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know when to back off a bit. Uh, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell and Elmo is number eight on the list. Uh, do you see what I see? What, her making out with a hot chick? <laughs> I think it's her cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you see guys what I see? <laughs> Yeah. Do you see what I see? In Rosie's bedroom. <laughs> no, I don't, Rosie. I don't want to see it. Um, do you want to hear any of this? Yeah, let's, let's Rosie and Because I've never let's heard this, that. so let's go for it.
Sharon, go ahead. Beat it, Fatty. I can't handle it. Be the, 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 the Sesame Street character in America that gets the AIDS virus. <laughs> I'm sure like he the already does. They, the, the one in South America, they have one. In do South you, Africa, I think it is. Do, do they? Yeah, they have a, a, a character in that Sesame Mr. Street. Mr. T? <laughs> <laughs> I swear you make this up sometimes. No, it's true. Look it up. Look it up. Number seven on the list, uh, Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas. Especially... I no longer have that one-legged... Wonderful Christmas time, yes. I don't have a Christmas without a limp, I guess it would be. Um, This one is number six. It's Christmas Shoes. I've never heard it. Have you? No. I've never heard it. All right, Christmas Shoes. Scratching down lyrics over there, so I, and Christmas shoes isn't that good. I gotta. I gotta. As I stare through the night, I see two black men in a fight. Then the cops came, and I said, "Now the world is right." Like, come on, seriously, who's, who's this? John Cocker came out of the grave and started singing. This is a this is a sugary, sweet, sad song. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. The new shoes. I thought it was like the new Jordans coming out this fall or something. They were gonna. This is the Christmas shoe. The Starberries, fourteen dollars. Oh, the boy was dirty. Were you crying? Were you crying inside? I, I had a, I had a, a, a Christmas tear. You didn't like my lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was expecting more. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't write songs in a just quick second. Uh, you know, Ike Turner. <laughs> number <Shut> f- <laughs> number five uh, is the Jackson Five. Santa Claus is coming to town. I thought that was a classic. Yeah, I, I thought like everybody that. loved that one. Always. Um, number four, Bon Jovi, Backdoor Santa. <laughs> yeah, really? I didn't know this existed. No. Is this is this appropriate? Um, uh, I'm guessing so. I guess it's. Uh, Do you have it? Yeah, it's right here. Square. 
We aren't doing the tap out bit here, but I'm I guess I can. <laughs> is that, is that I, a dirty song? I couldn't. No, nah, I, I don't think so. But I couldn't even understand it. What is, what is Bon Jovi saying? I'll, I'll be your backdoor Santa. Santa? What is, I don't even I mean, know what that means. I know. What is he talking about? You know, when, uh, I don't know if it's as bad as some of their new songs they got out anyway. I don't know. It's My Life Rocks. It's Now or Never. No. I ain't gonna live forever. It's my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's my. Remember, they used to be kind of hard, right? Yeah. At one point. <laughs> and now they're like, have a nice day. <laughs> 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 what happened? I don't know. When, what year was that backdoor Santa made? Does it say there? Open the door for me. Yeah, I'm your backdoor <laughs> Santa. By by the by the sound of the synthesizer, it sounds like '84. Yeah, yeah, it had to be early. <laughs> You know, well, I don't that, know. that does sound kind of, you know, sultry and a little bit bad, so I kind of like it. Number three on the list, Madonna, Santa Baby. Is this the one that she did a video for and she nails the Santa to a cross and, and no. puts Pepsi no, on no, it? No, that was the way no, yeah, this that was is about Kwanzaa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one is her old that Santa Baby song. It's terrible. Um, That's a remake, right? Yeah, Barbara Streisand, Jingle Bells. Why is number the two? Jew singing about <laughs> Christmas? That's why it's number two on the list. It's not a bad song, but it just doesn't make sense. The cash spoke out to her <laughs> on the Christmas sale. I can make money off this. And I guess we got to play the number one song, at least a little bit of the way through. Go ahead. It's, it. it's Tiny Tim, Silent Night. <laughs> Does Jimmy Stewart sing that song? Is that a... <laughs> Seriously, Camp and Terra put out a, 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 a Christmas album, please. If the half of them weren't dead, <laughs> drinking and getting yeah. shot on stage. Slayer, can you please? Slayer! <laughs> Guns N' Roses, can you just get together for just one Christmas song? They can't even get together for their, what's that, Chinese democracy? Oh. God awful. All right, that's what we call phoning in for a segment. We'll be right back. <laughs> J-Dubs hanging out with Pedro Lima and Ricky Reyes on the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Damn it, man. I swear you guys live with me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in, in the hideout. Yeah. The hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The hideout. We heard you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. JDub's hanging out with you without El Jefe. He has gone on a cruise, so I'm joined by Pedro Lima. Sweet. He's a comedian. Meet him online at myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. Ricky Reyes is also in studio with us, another comedian. Very funny guy. Woot. Woot. <laughs> We might get into that. The uh, the the biggest or the the new what word of the, word of the year. year? Yeah, and it's not even really a word. 
So that's that's. But, boy, but before that, yes, we started going on holidays, and we we started talking about the holiday parties. And yes, what they're for is to get drunk and make out with people. But let's first go to Sammy. Sammy, you're in the hideout. Sammy, you there? Uh, line two. Hello. Hey, Sammy. Hi. Um, I was calling just because um, I don't you know, usually do this, mm-hmm. but um, I just think you, you guys are just being really ridiculous because, I mean, it's Christmas, and everybody likes Christmas, so a lot of people like to listen to different things. And, like, personally, like, that John Denver song changed my life and my father's. I, like, I, I didn't make the list. These were the top ten worst Christmas. I didn't make the list. This, this is I'm what it was built as. But y'all are making fun of, like, the Of course I am. It's a, it's a terrible people. song. I, I'm sure if it changed it's your life, fine. It, it is. It's beautiful. It, the it John Denver beautiful. song. It changed my entire okay, life uh, and my uh, father. Put her back on hold real quick. We're going to go back to her. We're going to listen to this. This uh, life-changing John Denver song real quick and see if uh, maybe I missed something there. All right, hold on the line, Sammy. Let me see here. All right, let's go with that. Let's go back with Sammy. Sammy, you there? See, like, that's just something really simple, and it said exactly the way I felt, because uh, my dad had made my mom cry year after year after year, and then I heard that Dem- that John Denver song, mm-hmm. and I, I played it for my dad in front of all of our family, and, you know, and we all cried together, and it was the most beautiful Christmas I'd ever had. And I can understand. I mean, different songs mean different things. I know Woomp did the same thing for me. Whoop, there it is, and uh, awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I don't believe I've ever you've never heard that, that one. Song. It don't oh, matter. It was. Yeah, but go, I'm sorry it's very beautiful okay. for you. I'm sure you would, you would be somewhat upset if somebody was making fun of it on the radio too. You know, and come on, like, I want. Hold on, fun. hold on, hold on. I want. What? When you first heard this? When you took it right home and uh, brought it to your family and said, "Hey." No, I heard it, and I was actually driving in my car, and it came on the radio, K92 FM. I wish um, your dad would have been driving on the the crossroads. (laughs) Well, no, that's not very funny. I'm just saying, I was in the car, and I was listening to it, Mm -hmm. and I got tears from my eyes because it said everything I wanted to say to my dad. You know what sucks is Then the next Christmas, not not that Christmas, but the Christmas after that, because that that Christmas my dad was Mm -hmm. in rehab, but the Christmas after that... We, I played it for him, and we all hugged, like we all hugged as a family, and it was probably one of the most uh, bravest and most incredible emotional experiences of my life that I did. And you know, and it just kind of hurts a little when you see people poking fun at it, you know. And it's just like y'all are making fun of this blue collar thing. It, it's got to be the best kind of comedy ever on the really, planet. really. 
y'all are just, you know, making fun of that. Like, we don't make fun of black people making black people jokes, and, you know, you we know. don't. You know, and there's plenty well, of Well, not while they're living, but you, you chuckle a little bit stuff. while they're hanging in front of their church. Uh, it's well, not. You know, it, it, that doesn't even really happen that much anymore. You know? <laughs> it's just, you have to, you know, let's but, be minded about this. I'm just saying, just like, you know, the Jews got their Jewy jokes and stuff like that. The Jews got their Jewy jokes. And then, you know, and why people got, we got real jokes. You know, this, that's just, it's just real. Well, that's why it's so well. Larry the Cable Guy is like one of my idols. Like, I wish I could be mm-hmm. just like him. If you don't, you guys don't think Larry the Cable Guy's funny? I mean, he's, no, he's done, he's, I he's own all awful. his movies. I don't know. Um, I never personally asked John Denver, but I could ride him. I mean, I've wrote him before and told him how he changed my life. Did, he never did, wrote me oh, hold on, hold on, Sammy. Sammy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know John Denver's dead? He is? Yeah. <laughs> when did... <laughs> we just broke the news. <laughs> oh, my God. When did he die? Like five, six years ago. Maybe more than that. He crashed oh a plane in the side of a mountain. Hey, so Are you he, serious? He that, and it, it, his career really took a nosedive at that point. <laughs> That's just horrible. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. You're making that up. That's no, I'm not. True. Look it up on the internet. Also, or Sammy, talk to uh, uh, women are allowed to vote too. I don't screw around. Is he really dead? Or yes, he's dead. I don't believe this. It was his biggest oh hit. Oh my god! I gotta tell my mom. <laughs> what the mountain? Yeah. <laughs> he really crashed the plane. Yes, he crashed on plane. Oh my god! Oh my god! I gotta tell my mom. I don't believe this. Dead? You guys better not be messing with me, seriously, because I love me some John Denver. <laughs> I always have, you know, and like That's I said, right. he changed my life, so mm-hmm. I've been, like, well, <laughs> not worshiping because I do that for, you know, the good old Lord, but of I'm course. just saying, it's just like, wow, I never knew that. Mm. That's horrible. Who would do that? <laughs> no one did it. He crashed in a plane. No one killed him. Yeah, but the pilot, was he on drugs or something? <laughs> no, he, was, he wasn't your dad. He's probably one of those minority pilots. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sammy. Thank you. Right, thank you. See ya. All right, <laughs> wonderful. Well, while we're in the whole... <laughs> while we're in the whole race, racial type of thing, I watched a movie today that kind of changed my life. Did you? Yes. Um, what was that? The Horrors of War. I brought it in with me. So, let, me let me see this. Um, it's a World War II movie, and I want everybody to go check it out. The Horrors of War. Um, it's uh, I like I like so far. Yeah, horrors it, of War. In yeah. war, death is not the only thing to fear. It's, it's a poignant film that really maybe even uh, our soldiers okay. right now could watch and get some inspiration on World War II. Get out of here. What? Get out of here. I'm reading the back. <laughs> I'm reading the back. Of- Inspirational, isn't it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I like how it has all these little reefs on the side of the mm. DVD to make it sound like it's a Cannes Film Festival, but mm. it's, it's all these little stupid little towns. But pretty much the, the things about Nazi zombies in World War II. Yeah, I mean, it, it shows how uh, Hitler was uh, testing on people, and he tested on his own troops and made them into zombies. And there's a great truthful scene where uh, one of our soldiers, uh-huh. fine World War II veterans, uh, are fighting one of the zombie Nazis and he gets attacked by the Nazi, been in the army, he turns into a werewolf. 
And then, so then, the Americans have a werewolf on their side to fight against these zombie Nazis. Now, this sounds nothing but awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty much what Kevin Smith of of MoviePoopShoot.com said. Nothing says wicked awesome better than pairing a World War II movie and Nazi zombies. Of course, because, you know, Hitler was into a lot of things. I don't think it covered the zombies in Mein Kampf, but... (laughs) I should have. I think that was... Yeah, I think that... Was in his, Sir, uh, what made you? Sequel. What made you take this film <laughs> up? Well, I don't know if you was ever, it. Was uh, it a swastikas? Well, that that <laughs> grabbed my eye. I'm okay. not gonna lie. If you if you're walking through anywhere and you just see a big swastika in yeah, uh, Hitler's face, you're, you're it's gonna catch your eye. And I looked at it, and I'm I'm usually a big fan of like these documentaries and stuff. It's not a documentary. <laughs> I know, but when as I picked far it up, as you know. <laughs> when I picked it up, I thought it maybe, and I ran the back. Nazis. Zombies and werewolves can't go wrong, and I was correct. You cannot go wrong with this movie. Horrors of War is a point. Who directed this? The same person who wrote it and started it and, and filmed it. Mm-hmm. How much money? You saw the movie, right? How much movie do you think this cost the guy to make? I mean, this had to be a project that he was like, I, you know what? This is the movie that's going to. I do think it was a Craigslist project where he's doing most of his casting on there. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it ended up getting picked up by someone, though, so good for them. Now, was Hitler a zombie? No, Hitler wasn't it, which pissed me off. And there was, and How can I, you have a Nazi movie without Hitler? Well, I don't think they had the budget to bring in a Hitler lookalike. <laughs> the budget. Um, but uh, and on the cover, it has all these Nazi zombies on the cover, you know, storming, you know. Yeah, it looks like a, like a, like a, like a squadron. Like Yeah, there's four. Like a platoon. Four. There's four. There's four zombies in the whole movie. <laughs> Actually, none of the zombies on the cover look like zombies. They just look like soldiers. Neither did they in the movie. <laughs> it wasn't high budget, my friend. Oh. They just said they're zombies. You got to take their word for it. <laughs> it's not did they have budget. like green? Did they paste them yeah. their face green? Yeah. And that's how you can I, tell who the zombies that, are. It was that cheap. Uh, the artwork on this cover is brilliant. It is. It's, it's great. great. This should it. be for the next uh, Heart of Darkness uh, comedy show. <laughs> we should use this. And just paste your guys' faces on the... Exactly. Uh, on the swastikas. No, on the uh, soldiers. Walking in there. Yeah. This Not is, a bad idea. You know what? I am I'm, I am amazed that you spent money on this DVD. No, I'm, I'm a uh, subscriber to the free movies from Are Blockbuster, you? so I can just go there and Here's grab whatever the I want. the part that cracks me up is that this garbage has the two-day rentals. <laughs> because it has to be is back it? in two days. I'm going to tell you something. It was the last copy left. Was it? Of ten. There's ten uh, little things sitting out there, and it was the last one left. That's why I thought it might be legit, too. Is there a way that you can get this guy to... Can I'm we set sure. up an interview? I'm sure he's not busy. <laughs> John... <laughs> Is it John... Uh, let me see. Creator, written by John Whitney. Now, let me see. There's a, there's a writer and director on there. Um, John Whitney. It's three it, guys that it's, wrote uh, this. John Whitney and Peter John Ross, and they both writ and directed it. I'm sure he didn't wrote. want to act in it, but, you know, it's the way... That an actor always shows up if you put yourself in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure he played one of the uh, one of the dead people or That's something. That's what Ed Burns did. Mm-hmm. And this guy is definitely. And he there. was making his zombie uh, super <laughs> soldier movie. movie. Yeah. Which movie was this? Ed Burns has one like Dirty Dozen, but with zombies. But this guy was uh, this uh, movie was a uh, official selection of Shriekfest didn't win anything there. Official selection of uh, the Delray Beach Film Festival. Delray Beach. Yep. Uh, official selection of the River City Film Festival. They never won anything. Oh wait, they won the Audience Award for Rebel International Film Festival. 
and the Chris Award of, over at the Columbus International Film who's, Festival. Who's on that list of winning the Chris Award? That's the that's what I want to see. And what award is just named the Chris Award? At least if it's usually a last name, if it's a real award. The Butkus Award, the, the Ruth, Heisman. Mm-hmm. Is it the Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Chris, Chris uh, yeah, Steakhouse got, Award? He just got a steak for winning it. <laughs> the you best you get a $50 award. <laughs> they are even lines, I'll tell you that. Is this based out of Castle Wolfenstein? Is that what it is? No, it was a video game movie. You know, like it, it looked like they just watched like uh, someone play Wolfenstein and what's, said, you know, what's what? this follow-up movie? Pac-Man. Is that what's what's next? It's pretty god awful though. Oh lord! But well worth the watch. So I do suggest <laughs> anybody go out and watch. I recommend. What's the next movie you're planning to rent? Because I'm pretty sure you were torn between two movies. Um, I also rented Rock and Roll Zombies. I didn't watch it yet. Are you like in a zombie kick this holiday season? No, it, it, I don't know why. They're all coming out from like the bad releases from um, the Halloween time. So there's a lot of bad horror movies hitting these shelves. Oh, yeah. They, I saw one. It was the Chupacabra versus like a Mothra or something <laughs> like that. Like, it was like two mythical creatures that were alien each other. versus Predator versus Chupacabra. <laughs> that would be great. That incorporates our people. Finally. You know, Alien goes... I, I think, yeah, because the Predator is... Versus the woodchuck from Full House. <laughs> and they yeah. just throw that little thing in there. And howdy doody. <laughs> As a zombie. You called him? Oh, nice. Oh, you yeah, just oh, phone you, wow. is, is His number is just posted on the internet? Why wouldn't it Is it, it on be? his MySpace account? All right. Like you said before, we're going to talk. Uh, oh, this is going to be the last holiday stuff we talk about today. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about. Um, are, does anybody here work for an actual company right now that's doing any kind of Christmas parties or anything? Mm-hmm. I know where I'm working right now isn't doing a Christmas party. No. You're unemployed. Yes. Yes. No Christmas party for you. No, I throw and my own parties. I haven't been with a company in a while. Yeah, I don't really. Um, I used to when I used to work in New York. Uh, uh, I used to work for MTV, so they they used to do badass Christmas parties up there. I will. I've been in re- radio stations for like the last five or six years, so I always had to go to those, okay. and they were the worst. Were they? they actually were very high class, but radio people are bottom of the uh, barrel. So once we got some free liquor in us, it turned into just some crazy, odd, latently gay uh, freak party where everybody's just rubbing each other's uh, crotches. It, it gets really gay really see, fast. See who can get the most awkward. Mm. Where'd you work? It was all men, too? UPS or something? <laughs> well, JFK was one of them, and uh, me and uh, Hefe were freaking our old general manager. Uh, Salespeople. Sales oh, in, they cut loose at these parties. Oh, yes, they do. And they're the first one to roll up a fatty and no. say, let's go Let's go to the balcony. That's true. Yeah, don't tell no one. Yeah, don't tell nobody. Keep us under your hat, see? Yeah, <laughs> we're smoking the mistletoe. <laughs> Sideshow. He's probably not there. I was going to see if Sideshow uh, knew if they were doing a Christmas party this year or if it already happened. But I guess not. Um, yeah, because the JFK ones... We're always, yeah, let's go, let's have a fun time. And it turned into something that the the cool people didn't show up to. I remember, like, one year, um, it was just uh, the hideout there, and Ron and Fez showed up for, like, five minutes, and 
just bounced out real quick. They, they, they just and Don and Mike came there and showed they, their face and, and no, they, they, they didn't come in because uh, there there was no parking around the place, so they said screw this and what? left. It was it was it was maybe the worst Christmas party ever. And MTV it was it was different because you you got the personalities will have their own private you know Christmas party. And then the rest of the building will have a Christmas party, and mm. they, they make it in a big place. But you never see like Kurt Loader or or no or John. No, they, I mean they, I'm pretty sure they had their own little Christmas party on the side. No, I'm sure they didn't. Why is Kurt Loader going to go to a Christmas party? <laughs> He's got Madonna. Here's Madonna's yeah. number. Yeah, yeah, I mean I used to enjoy the Christmas parties though because you can talk to a girl in a different department mm-hmm. you never had a chance to talk to. Yeah, and actually not seem like a creep about it because before you just have to go lean up next to a cubicle yeah. and except, just look like a rapist. Except when you put the mistletoe on your belt. Like, <laughs> hey. And also, and also at a Christmas party, you can tell when when you're hanging out with your crew, like who's the actual drinker. Mm-hmm. There, because you, you you know it's like who's who's drinking. Yeah, some people are like oh it's just Christmas and you're like yeah right yeah. It's like, you know, they're drinking, like, straight alcohol and stuff like that. But yeah. then you start seeing the colors of certain uh, certain uh, people you Employees. work with. Yeah, of yeah. co-workers. When they start ordering a toasted almond. <laughs> like like toasted. The, the, the fruity drinks. Yeah. It's like, let me get a daiquiri. Well, that'll work as a good segue into... Um, That's how I do it. Nice. That's Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you looking over the prep list and leading me right into the top worst... Uh, Drinks to order is Segway uh, Lima. Yes, that's how, uh, I do. that's how I do my comedy. Also, I segue my a. Snip. The uh, drinks men should never order. Uh, the, one of them on the list is anything blended. Well, first, before before you go in this, mm. tell them your story. Well, <laughs> I was gonna get to that. Well, um, I guess blended works with that because um, this is how this list was compiled. I don't know if uh, if you were there, uh, Brian, but. We went to the Ale House one night after the show in Orlando. It's uh, just a restaurant out here uh, when we were in Orlando. And uh, everybody else is drinking beer, whiskey, shots, doing whatever. I ordered myself a nice strawberry daiquiri. Great. Of course, something to relax with. Yeah, and I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't even think anything of it. And the, uh, the, the waitress even starts busting my balls and says, Hey, do you want whipped cream on top of that? <laughs> Yes, yes, I do. I'm, if you're going to go gay on your drinks, you can't go half-assed, you know? Yeah. And probably the waitress probably noticed that you were going through that time of the month, so she probably... Well, she synced up with mine, and she knew right <laughs> yeah. away that it was... Like, I was, want nuts on it, too, Brazilian. <laughs> Chop. But, uh, yeah, she uh, she asked me if I wanted whipped cream. Of course, yes. Yes, oh. and... Uh, so were you I, still taking her serious at this point, or you knew right oh, away? I knew, I knew I was getting played at that point, but... Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna tempt me, and who's gonna say no to whipped cream? Of course, I don't know one person in the world. If you're having strawberry, you're gonna have whipped cream. Yeah. Did the drink come with a strap on? <laughs> Did it? I wish. <laughs> Should have. I had to use my old my old chestnut I had to There's certain home. drinks that men should not order. No, I, I will feel embarrassed. Like one of my friends, that toasted almond, my, my buddy used to always order that, and everybody mm-hmm. would crack up, and and one would just set them over teetotal, you know. Just, <laughs> I guess nothing with uh, no fruit drinks with garnishings on the no. top of it. I mean, if you have an umbrella, if you in if you're in the Caribbean mood. or something, yeah, if, if you're, you're on a cruise if, or if you're on a beach or something, margaritas in Mexico, you know, you got to go with that. You know? And but, those can be pretty strong at times too if you get a good margarita. Margarita's not on the list. Yeah, it's blended, isn't it? I guess if you, you can yeah. get it on the rocks, but uh, Jello shots as a guy you aren't supposed to order them. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Cosby had that in mind. 
when uh, it was doing the Jell-O advertisement. <laughs> Give your kids a little Jell-O shot. Jell-O shots are just too hard to eat anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's too much work. You're fighting with it. You've you got your tongue on it. It just attracts the wrong kind of attention. Jell-O shots and, and, and the test tubes that they sell you at clubs. Oh. Which I hate every girl that sells this because they, they really spew some attitude that they shouldn't. Or, or, you know, you oh. think you have a shot with them because they'll, they'll say, oh, I'll squirt in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. And it's stupid. It's I'm like, no, thing. have him do it. <laughs> uh, Cosmos, you aren't supposed to uh, that, that order right there guy. just screams queer Santa. Mm. Um, anything with a straw? Anything with a straw. I, well, how big of a straw are we talking about? Like I guess the McDonald's kind of straw? straw? I, uh, probably that. Because when you're drinking scotch, they throw that little straw in there. But yeah, you don't but have gro- to drink with it. Grown men don't use that. No? Grown men oh. don't use yeah, that. Yeah, those are stirs. Okay. Yeah, when you see James Bond or, or some of these people order drinking the movies, they never have a straw in it. James Cagney wouldn't have a straw. Uh, mudslide. No mudslide if you're a dude. I anything, just don't like the name. Mm. Anything with milk in it. Yeah. Uh, anything with a whipped cream topper, which... I, which would fall under jello shots. A lot of times I'll do that too. Now I know I know you have here something anything teeny like a yeah. martini, but bikini teeny. Um, yeah. Anything. No, I, I, you know what? Straight up martini. A martini like a yeah, classic martini. Yeah, a martini's martini? fine, but yes. uh, bikini teeny no. Uh, Apple chocolate martini teeny, no. Apple martini no. Snickers martini anything. With a Snickers with, martini? Yeah, it sounds delicious. It, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, I don't like the fruity drinks because they sneak up on you. You know, beer and hard shots of liquor let you know right away. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, this is doing damage. As soon as you drink a shot, I drink Crown. You drink a shot of Crown, you're like, oh, God, I hate my mother. <laughs> you're like, that's not doing me good. Those fruity drinks that get you, man, you get up and then you waste it. Yeah, yeah, well, and uh, that's why, you know, if you stick with the brown liquors, like you said, you know where you're, where you're standing. If you do the wild turkey, you make that turkey oh. noise afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I need to quit. I think I'm stopping right now. This is my last one. I didn't know that. Thank uh, you, man. <laughs> it was hard, lem- goblin. hard lemonades. As Mike's a dude. hard lemonade. See, I, I I don't like any drink that's like a juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't mess around. But, if you're gonna drink beer and liquor, you drink uh, beer and liquor. Yeah. Like Jack Daniels started to push that that uh that Kool Aid kind of drink. Yeah. Like uh the the wine coolers. Remember mm-hmm. Zemos used to taste like Sprite a little bit. Yep, they'd have those. I mean, not that I know. I heard. <laughs> well, I used to uh, when I was 19 was right when. Uh, the hard lemonades really started making it big, and I used to go to uh, uh, Canada to drink because 19 was a drinking age there. So um, we'd drive over there, and 19-year-old guys, we love the hard lemonade. We'd go over there and get a little, uh, and they were 9% then too over there. Yeah, so, a little strong over there. Yeah, it's like lemonade, so the drinking doesn't really bother us. <laughs> Come no, on, we, we haven't want... drinks or we're drinking slushies. What's going on? <laughs> You're 19. You aren't worried about looking a little free. They get with your... hopped up in, in Mike's Hard Lemonade. Then they're out there clubbing baby seals. Yeah, but you said you went to Canada. You could drink anything you want. You it's still true. chose Mike Hard Lemonade. Yeah, it was delicious. And then the girls would come up and say they ask if they could have a drink. And you're like, yes, Ooh, yes, you can. yes, have some yeah. of my lemonade. Ooh, in Canada, spike? I used to love those uh, those Molsons. Those oh, yeah, Canadians. the Molsons. Oh, those, those triple X's would kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and White Zinfandel. If you're White Zinfandel, are you drinking White Zinfandel? I've never had White Zinfandel. I, I hope you slice your throat open with that wine glass. <laughs> now, now, I know Hefe is a wine guy. He, wine is fine. Red wine? He drinks Merlot. Merlot? It's, it's Merlot okay. Merlot is not fine. It's okay. It's Ma- Mad Dog. 
Yeah, that's 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 nah, a line of kings. Yeah, Boone's Farm. Give me a little snow cream. Now that berry. tastes just like the pictures they have on the bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it says banana strawberry, it tastes like banana strawberry. It does. Can't deny it. It's like a Starburst liquefied. <laughs> exactly, but with an extra kick. Oh man. 800-636-1067. Ah, we're up on a break, so uh, we'll come back and finish this up. It's the hideout. Uh, 106.7 WJFK. Come on! The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. And the face fits kick it. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Wrapping it up here on The Hideout. 106.7 WJFK El Jefe gone. He is on a cruise for the day. My mic is not cooperating. 800-636-1067. Be a part of it. Have some fun with us. Joined by Pedro Lima, comedian. Go check him out over on MySpace, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. And as well as Ricky Reyes, another comedian. MySpace.com slash Ricky Reyes. Reyes spelled R-E-Y-E-S. All these MySpace mentioned is just giving me a lot of pressure to to fix up my MySpace. Really? Yeah, because I have nothing on it. Yeah, it's pretty basic. It's, yeah. I don't know why you even have it. You usually use those to like promote yeah, dates and I'm stuff. Yeah, I'm horrible at promoting myself. I, I got clips. Do you have any dates coming up or anything? Or? Uh, not till January. But yes. Taking the year off because of your busy schedule? Well, you know what? Daddy got to travel to L.A. So how did know, that go? It went it went sweet. It went sweet. LA. Yeah, because we were supposed to talk to you last week. You were going to call in, but I don't know what happened. If, I, uh, yeah, I, I like your your call screen. It really makes me humble. Because <laughs> uh, when I used to call the the station in Orlando, it was like Pedro oh, right away. I call the call screener here. He just like he's playing twenty questions. <laughs> I like my. I have no juice. <laughs> I have no juice outside of Florida. And Once, you are. And uh, from... no, I'm friends of the show. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I'm just catching up with. What do you want to talk about? It's like, uh, and, uh I don't know. Click. <laughs> it, it hurt. It hurt. But whatever. I right. went to. I, I ended up going to L.A. Yeah. Uh, so why? I, I well, I did an audition for NBC a couple months, like in over the summer, mm. and uh, apparently they they were drunk enough and liked what I did, and so they flew me up to L.A. and I did a showcase in front of industry people. Uh, what was? How did you think it went? I thought it went great. Mm. It went great, uh, but I mean, it was eleven comics. Me, one being one of the eleven comics. But every comic there was solid. Every everyone? Uh, no, not uh-huh. everyone. Uh, but they were good. <laughs> they were good. And the ones that 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 one that the guy that won the the, mm. the one year holding deal. Yeah, totally so that, that's what was up for grabs. The one year holding. The deal one year holding deal, with- and then uh, traveling with the touring company to do clubs and colleges. And uh, you know they pick they pick the right people. I'm, I mean, I, I was so you're picked. No, 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 I wasn't picked. No. I was, that's why I'm doing radio today. <laughs> I you wouldn't be doing it if you uh... Uh, what? I'll be in a boat somewhere. <laughs> I'll be like, what? I'm done. Daddy's coasting. Yeah. But no, now I gotta looking at uh, property in the Palisades. Yeah, I was. I was. Now I gotta. 
I got to do you, my you lawn. You went through all house. that. You went through all that. We were looking at uh, apartments out there in L.A. And I was like, I was telling Ricky, Ricky, if I get picked, this is gonna be great. And I was in this contest with him. <laughs> and he was like, sorry, dog, but I'm in. I'm in, Rick. I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> I go, Rick, if I win, it's going to be great. New friends, new family, no wife. It's so be... You already had the plan. I had a plan. I had a plan. Yeah. The, isn't that the worst? He you was just talking to me as the assistant position. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rick, I'm going to need you to uh, write some jokes for me. Like, I didn't want to. You already had him pressing your clothes and everything and <laughs> getting him coffee, Krispy Kremes. Get him now, place. With me, the hot sign on, Rick. Me, walk over. Me and Hefe went through that a couple times when we thought we had jobs in different oh. areas. So we're looking at apartments and stuff. And oh, doesn't it break uh, your heart? Yeah. It hurts. It really hurts. And then when we find out, not not happening. It's almost uh, suicide time at that point. It, when well, did you find out? Ricky was in the house when I found out. Like, I, I got the email. And I didn't get picked. And it was Because, honestly, from, from the feedback that I was getting... Mm-hmm. Uh, they told me that I had a great set. Yeah. So I'm like, they, they, like Bill Bellamy was the host, and he he pulled me aside. And, Bill Bellamy. Uh, Don't say you, who over there. Yeah. Bill Bellamy's a a guy no, because he's not Jewish. Yeah. It's not a Jewish guy. If I would have said Seinfeld, oh no, <laughs> Masotov, whatever. Jackie it, Mason. Oh, I didn't. Real quick, let's bring up Gina on line one. Who's this? Gina. You there, Gina? Yeah, I'm here. What do you got? Hey, uh, Pe- uh, Pedro, this is Gina. Gina! Yes, me, I'm listening to you over the radio. I'm calling from Orlando. Why are you? And How disappointed are you on the show? Um, I also wanted to let you know, the show's awesome, but you don't have juice in Orlando either, honey. And, um, um, you know, the, the super studio that we have here? Yeah, he, he's having a hard time hearing you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to uh, uh, tear message. down uh, the, the, the third wall here. And tell you that no, I'm the only one in the studio with uh, with headphones right now because I only have one headphone port in this in this monster studio that we have here. And uh, every time you talk, I have to try to turn off the uh, mics real quick so he can hear you. So you guys will have to do this uh, little chat on his cell phone sometime. But thank you for calling in, Gina. Bye, bye, Gina. See ya. Call me. All right. So you uh, didn't get it. Didn't get it. Ricky was in the house when you got the phone call. No, I didn't get a phone call. It was an email. Oh. <laughs> I was, it was an email. No. And, uh, There's only 11 yeah. people. Tell the whoever first, first, to pick up a phone. He's checking out the, you know, he flips over the computer and then uh, I see a message. It's like from, from NBC. I'm like, Rick, this could be it. I click. You know we're going to see the email. It's not it. I didn't see my name on the list and I was like, ouch. It was like when I got cut from, from, uh, from middle school basketball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it hurt. It really hurt. It bothered me. But then I had to bring it into a concept of, you know what? I, it, I've yeah. been doing this for a short amount of time. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Reason with yourself. I have to. I, I have to. Whatever keeps the, you alive. The nights <laughs> were very close. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what there, I mean? Trust me. I've been there. And, uh, yeah, a lot of times where we've been told by the decision maker that we are the more qualified candidate, but he wants to try to do something that's his his own thing. Yeah. You know, you know, that so we're he, the most he, talented and the best suited for this job. But no. You don't it, get it doesn't it. work that way. But I mean I, I, I when I was in LA, dude, I really loved that town. I really did. And and So I, did uh, Bill Bellamy end up getting it? 
Bill Bellamy, what do we check out? <laughs> oh, he was hosting it. He was the host. Oh, okay. He already has it. He has what I want. He, he, he has some of it, at least more than you do. Yeah, absolutely more. He but has L- a job. Dude, L.A. is a great town, man. I really you had enjoyed a, your trip oh, there? Oh, man, it was fantastic. They hooked me up with a nice ride, a nice hotel. I mean, they catered me. Yeah, and it was great. But then it got pulled. Uh, it even hurts more. You oh. know, like if they if they at least send you out there and put you in a days in and give you just you know a cab ride there and back. At least like they don't give you a taste of anything good. Put me in Compton. Yeah, you know what I mean. Make give, me afraid to come back out. Yeah, here. give me a Toyota to drive around. Don't hook me up with a sweet ride and and you were you were looking for the casting couch, right? Oh man, what, Rick? Did was... Bill Bellamy have a couch for you? No, no, no. I don't. I, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. I gotta. I know I'm big, but I got a small jaw. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least they hook you up and then they hook you out. Yeah. You know imagine. Oh, they'd be like. You God. would have came off and you come off the bus or whatever, and and then there's just this pimp there, like, hey, <laughs> you've ever been here? Like, I'm alone and scared. Like the beginning of uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. When that girl's coming out of the Nebraska bus, it's like, oh, she's so sweet and innocent. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, it's the pimp singing it, and you're scared. But Ricky, Ricky lived in L.A. for for a Did little you? bit. Were yeah, you doing uh, comedy out there, or? Yeah, I was out there. What were you doing out there, Rick? Eh, a lot of lounging around, <laughs> actually going to parties and <laughs> smoking out and stuff. His, Get, his intentions. To know the his intentions were to work there. To make a big and to make just a heartbreak story. Uh, no, not really. No, no, he's going back. <laughs> I have to stay here. I like it. <laughs> so, how long have you? Uh, how long were you there? Like four months. <laughs> you were there for four months. Yeah. And, uh, and how long have you been back since then? Uh, about a year. About a year, maybe. Yeah. So and you just didn't make any real effort while you were out there before, and this time you can go out no, there and actually push it? How, I was just kind of seeing how it goes, like mm-hmm. how it works over there and what, what everybody else is doing. <laughs> kind of look it out, you know, not trying to jump in anything, just trying to see. Yeah, it, it's interesting to me because I don't know if I would ever – I have the balls to go to these smaller markets and, you know, try to make it there. But L.A., there's a lot of stuff going on out there. And Ryan Seacrest will crush you. Yeah, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll he eat will, my lunch. Don't even – don't even mess with Rick D's territory, my friend. <laughs> no, Rick D's. He'll have Disco Duck whooping your ass yes. at any moment. But, I, I mean... To no, some, some people act like when you're in New York or L.A., they're like, oh, this is L.A., this is New York, we do oh, things... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. They, they, they would say to me, oh, you, we do things different over here. Like, you guys got a different internet? <laughs> you got a different cable system? Uh, I believe it's the same everywhere. I'll be honest with you. Dude. They, I mean, you, you've been to the mm-hmm. comedy room uh, in Orlando. There's, mm-hmm. there's a handful... And be, be honest, I mean, there's there's some good comics. Oh yeah, I, I've been, you know, I've lived in a bunch of different places, and uh, most times you find one, maybe two good comedians. But there's over in Orlando, the crew you guys run around with are what seven, Solid, very funny. That tour that, that yeah. go out and 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 are and are working out. You know what I mean? Like right now, Pat, uh, one friend of the show, Patrick Garrity, mm. he's uh, opening up for Kevin Nealon in Carolines. Oh really? You know what I mean. So I mean, we're trying to get Kevin Neal on the phone, and and of course hey, we should try and call. Can we call Pat and put him on the air? Uh, actually, I'm about to hit the out music. Are you? So, oh yeah, man, we are almost out of here. That hurts. See <laughs> that that that's that's how I felt when I got the. Yeah, he's gonna answer the phone. He's in New York, in better places, not with yeah, us. Yeah, he's yeah. When he's sitting back he's in his Orlando, uh, he's gonna yeah. pick up a New York accent all of a sudden. <laughs>
He's gonna come hey. back all dressed up like New hey, York Paisan, comics. Hey, what do you want? Hey. But yeah, it's it's the whole competition. Like he went up there and did a comedy show at, mm. at one of the clubs, and uh, he ended up getting hooked up by a gig. He did no, no. He did good, but the thing is, is that comics in 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 big markets just it's all about hate. Oh yeah, it's ruthless. It's yeah, it's just. And they, they oh, you, like care. you guys are very much different. You guys find your your few guys you like, and then whoever else is doing the open mic, rip them. Yes, rip them. But it's yeah. great. Even the guys you like get ripped, but not oh, yeah. as bad as the guys you don't like. Yeah, yeah I mean, R- Ricky, Ricky still abuses uh, me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still, I'm still like only a once baby. in a while when you look like you're having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you if, you, if you're looking like you're enjoying yourself a little bit too much, you can't smile. No, next to this Wolverine, you cannot <laughs> smile. Because Rick will tell you straight up, be like, you know what? Something about you having some joy in your life really annoys me. <laughs> I'm, the same, I'm the same way with that guy. He, he, won, exactly this, he won a contest when we first, when he first started, and I knew him for a little bit. And he was mm. like, oh, I won to open up for so-and-so. He goes, that makes me a comic, right? Because I always <laughs> said it's a hobby if you don't get paid. And then he goes, uh, I could tell him, well, I won movie tickets before. That don't make me a movie director. <laughs> don't make me a critic. <laughs> Oh, who's the big winner? Yeah. Ricky's the winner. <laughs> Here's a, pitch. If, if you do go to LA, there's a radio spot open, I guess, right? Oh, this is LA. Oh, no, and actually, uh, we've got only a couple of minutes. So I'll go over this real quick. This is San Francisco. Uh, a liberal talker. Let me find him real quick. He got busted for child porn. Bernie Ward. Yes, Bernie. Old Bernie Ward. From KGOAM yeah. out there in San Francisco. Yeah. Got busted checking out uh, child pornography. He does a program called God Talk on Sundays. Yeah. And uh, he produced an award-winning series that explored the allegations of financial and sexual misconduct in the I don't know what that is of San Francisco. Is it Archdiocese? Yeah, Archdiocese. Are you going to say Archdiocese? I could, but I was trying to read. I thought it was (laughs) arachnophobia real quick. I had no idea. I like like the fact that he used the Pete Townsend defense. (laughs) What was the defense? I was just doing it for research. Of course, that's of allegedly. Course. Allegedly. I mean, uh, when he was like, ladies and gentlemen and kids, especially you kids. <laughs> this is the worst picture to have up on a website, though, when you're accused of child pornography. Look He's up. a big, fat guy hanging from a trolley with... Uh, His hand open up wide Like low. he's snatching little kids. Yeah, like he's, like he's just ready to walk right by him and just grab ass. Like he just grabbed the Olsen twins off the set from uh, Full House <laughs> and smashed and now, now he's looking at the cops like, what are you going to do? What? What are you going to do? What? I have nothing. <laughs> All right, that does it for us tonight. Sweet. Thank you guys for helping me out because Thanks. I would have been floundering right. and Thanks uh, for having Thanks us. For having falling us, into an abyss of And if Pepe doesn't make it off that cruise, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Nice. Well, we can cross our fingers, can't we? <laughs> Go to WJFK.com, pick up the podcast. I haven't really promoted that that much today. All the podcasts are up there available for you to download, and I should have today's up tomorrow for everybody to uh, pick up and listen to and enjoy. Until next time, you guys got anything? I got nothing. John Denver rocks. Yes, he does. John Denver smash into rocks. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's what happened. 5,000.
smack in my holes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my holes. I be smacking my holes. I be smacking my holes. Not interested. I thought. I. 5,000. 